Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Task Force Echo. I'm John. I'm the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I now turn it over to our GM for the evening, William. Hello, I am William, and I am serving in the role as the Caprulu Sector, also known as the voice of this of this D and D experiment in the StarCraft universe. Um, but let us begin and introduce our player characters now, starting with Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Oswald Ridley, pilot extraordinaire. All right, and Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy, playing Stefan Knezovich, uh, Terran agent. And Jack? Hey, I'm Jack, and I'm playing Koronix, the psychic master of the Dark Templar. And John? I'm John, and I'm playing Fang, a primal zerg that can't talk. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Ava Sweet, Team Medic. And we are still short one Sarah. Uh, uh, hopefully she'll be able to join us again next week, uh, which will be fun because I think you guys will be off the ground by next week, so it'll be harder to have her disappear. <laughs> you come across an escape pod in the middle of space. <laughs> I mean, that's one possibility. It has been jettisoned from something. Um, anyway. She was in the Cor- ship's Cornic- bathroom Cornic's- the whole time. <laughs> Cornix notices notes that there is a sentient mind on the escape pod and says, "Keep driving." Yeah. <laughs> Fang wants. I'm going to shoot it just to be safe. Uh, anyway, when last we left our heroes, uh, they had been because you have actually been tailor selected to be heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on them. <laughs> so we've been doing. Yes, it and I'm sure we'll the sectors well, really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Honorably and well in such roles. I'm currently eating the corpse of a guy we just killed. Select, selected by representatives from each of the three races, the Terrans, the Protoss, and the Zerg, this group has been gathered to become the new Task Force Echo, uh, a group, uh, one of the many uh, different task forces that form up Project Unity, a galactic <clears throat> peacekeeping thing, all of the Spectres from Mass Effect, basically. Welcome to the Spectres. Um, but... Uh, over the course of their first mission, which is to uh, reclaim the ship that uh, was once uh, piloted at, by the original Task Force Echo before they mysteriously disappeared, uh, the group has made their way to Jupiter Station, a uh, very large uh, city-sized uh, space station orbiting a gas giant, <clears throat> and eventually managed to find their way into the hideout of the Junkers, a local scrapping gang that uh, brings in debris and ships and breaks them down and sells them for parts. Uh, upon getting into the base, uh, after a brief fight uh, with some with a with a Junkers uh, ambush that had been set up, they've managed to find their way to their main base where the were supposed where they hope. The uh, the Griffin is being held. The the Griffin class carrier, what the name the Nocturna, uh, is being held for them to reclaim. Uh, upon making their way in and killing the two guards at the front door, uh, back door, front door. We st- we came around the there, back. There is no back no, door. There we came in the front. Yeah. They were just eyeballing whatever was going on inside the hangar, so uh-huh. they had their backs to us. Yeah, they had their backs to you, but. There's only one. There's only one ground floor entrance. Got it. Uh, after killing the two guards, um, the uh, 
the music began to to blast over the speakers, and that is where we leave our heroes. And I'm going to be right back. One second. So Stefan just sort of nudges the other body over towards Fang's direction because A, it's a body that needs to be disposed of, and B, that's going to keep the ravenous beast busy while he cracks the door and, and, and looks inside. All right. The door is locked because it is the front door. Are there, because uh, because I'm thinking of ways to get into places where I'm not seen and shot on sight, um, are there any, like, sort of ventilation uh, hatches in this area? Um, yes, this area does have to be ventilated, so. I mean, you're eating. They're, however, very small. Like, this is, these I'm are not big enough for you to done. fit in. I ate, I, okay, they're, they're not big enough for me to fit in? Yeah. Fit, fit through? Okay. Uh, so if you want to open that door, because all of the locks in this universe are electronic, roll me computers. Okay. Uh, or throw either the either of the aliens at it. Uh, that's f- okay. Do 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 do. Twenty three is good. All right. <laughs> You 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 open up uh, a hatch on the bottom of the keypad that that operates the lock and just kind of fiddle around with the electronics for a bit. Pull a couple of wires apart, press them together, and the door slides open. One second. Bam! As he's fiddling with the door, I've stopped eating and starting and and started taking interest in the door. And the Gornix door is going open. to slide right past Stefan and start sneaking down the hallway. Fang will also move past and sneak down the hallway. Oswald stand right where he is, and he's going to just keep his rifle trained down the hallway. So the hallway is what looks to be um, very simple, very standard um, <clears throat> uh, internal Terran structure. However... There are bits of scrap and pieces of machinery littered literally every few feet. Um, there's junk, literally, uh, just lying around, and bits of metal and bits of scrap in all directions, no matter where you go. Okay. Um, as you reach the intersection, uh, Cornix, you hear a voice in your head that says, Could you give him a hand down below, down south? Do I recognize this voice? Nope. You so do, however, hear the sound of combat in all directions. Right. Uh, are these stairs down here? Are these leading down? Uh, those go down, but that door is sealed off. Okay. No, no, no. no. And, and it seems like they're realizing where your thought pattern is going. No, no. Corridor down next to the stairs. And yeah, he'll think back. Identify yourself. Name Stone. Good enough. Fang is sniffing around at this corridor and seeing what he smells. Uh, investigating this door to see if it's locked. Uh, moving to follow. It so doesn't it, split up. It does appear to yeah. be sealed. It looked like someone shut this door and locked it to prevent whatever the sound of combat that is going on on the other side from, from getting out. 
Uh, what do I need blade to, through what, that? What do, what do I need to roll to sniff at, out this corridor over here? Uh, that'd probably be what survival do you have. Uh, probably survival, survival or perception. Yeah. Yes. Actually, if you're for specifically for just for sniffing around, it'd be perception. Okay. Fourteen. There's blood and battle permeating these halls. All right, so nothing, nothing specific that that make, that smells different from that. All right, so Cornix, you sigh, you sigh through the door. <sighs> yep. <clears throat> All right, it doesn't really stand up to a prolonged onslaught. It's just loud. Uh, and as you as you cut through the door and step through, you are greeted with a interesting looking battle. Okay. Um, on the other side <laughs> of the door, which you're free to step through now if you like, uh, and move actually move in. Um, you see what appears to be two black armored individuals dealing with a larger outnumbering force. Um, one of them you recognize as a Protoss. You also recognize as Tal Darim by his, uh, by his armor style and the ah, son of a bitch. Of side blade. <laughs> uh, as, as he grabs a Terran by the back of the neck and bends them over his knee, almost shattering their spine and then jams a side blade through his chest and just presses until he hits the ground. The other one, a Terran wearing what appears to be a what appears to be a heavy um, a heavy hard suit, uh, very the one of the bulkier uh, Space Marine uh, infantry suits. This one appears to be a Marauder mm-hmm. suit for those of you who are familiar with Terran military. Uh-huh. Uh, as he using the gigantic heavy armored gauntlet of his armor slams another slams another Terran into the wall until ribs crack and spine breaks. It's about time you guys got here. Uh, we're charging this guy. Hmm? Um, we are seeing a Taldarim and going stealth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, For the uninitiated, what's that? It's a, so, a, thank you. A Taldarim is a Protoss. So it, with to, to, the, to the rest of you, it looks like another Protoss. However, uh, his garb is strange. He wears entirely blacks with red trims, unlike the traditional golds and blues of the of the Iyer Protoss or the like dark grays and browns and greens of the Nerezim. His outfit is entirely black and crimson, uh, and the two side blades that are projecting from his fists are also crimson red, and his skin is incredibly pale for most Protoss, and he's got. You begin to realize this. All the Protoss that you have ever seen have had a bundle of what looks to be severed tendrils on the back of their head. This one has a... Those tendrils have not been severed. There's a there's a full length of uh, grown tendrils uh, uh, jutting from the back of his head that just kind of rests down around waist level. Did the... Uh... Taldarim never severed the nerve cords. They also Neither did the Iyer Protoss, did they? No, they did. No, they did. They severed their nerve cords uh, because of what happened. Because of, because Legacy of, of Legacy the Void. Oh, okay. That's right. Yep. The Tal Dream never were, were never part of the Kala, so they never had to sever their nerve mm-hmm. cords. Um, yeah, I rolled a 24 on my stealth check. All right. I am edging this way. And... To you, Stefan, because you know, actually know people and you know how to read body language, mm-hmm. the Taldarim Protoss 
moves with an air of malice and confidence of uh, of a merciless predator stalking prey that looks like it's trying to fight back. It's a, a cat toying with the mouse that thinks it can fight back. I like them already. Um, <laughs> I'm not at all sure what this situation is at this moment. I'm letting Cornex take the lead. All right, and Cornex, you're charging the lead. I'm charging the guy lead. in the middle. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, I'm shooting this guy then. So the 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 junkers on the side look like the ones that you've seen before with like the standard black armor. The central one has a little bit more tech on his gear, and he looks like he's a little bit more advanced. He's got almost uh, looks like he's got like a HUD set up in his outfit, and he's got a more advanced weapon. Gotcha. All right, so roll me your attack, Cornix. Twenty-two. That definitely hits, and you get your full overage. All right. And plus 10 because you're charging. Oh, to your yes. Damage. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, 29 plus 3. So 31. 32. 32. I can add. Uh, plus 10. You're charging, right? Yeah, that includes so, the plus 10. I thought the damage. Oh, you're right. Never mind. I'm, I'm thinking weirdly. All right. Yeah. So 32. Oh, God. That is almost certainly. Hang on. What's your penetration? Two. Two? Yeah, let's see here. One shot, one kill. Yeah, you um, you cut through his armor mostly, and you definitely cause a crippling wound. D100? D, uh, D20. D20? Sorry. Oh, I should probably... Do you need me to 14. pull up the crippling wound table? Uh, yes, but there's actually a change that Lovat yep, noticed. I've I've already got the change. Okay, you do? Cool. Uh, I mean, it's a torso wound now. Uh, fourteen to se- uh, thirteen to seventeen is a torso wound. So, what's the, what's the implications on that one? I need to pull it up because I did not have it ready because I forgot that we needed to have that up. Yeah, I need to have that just like in a, I need to have like the 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 crippling wound table like just separate in a separate yep. window for me. It would be helpful. Hang on, it's pulling up now. Uh, bookmark. <clears throat> remind me. La- remind me later, and I'll make a handout for the crippling wound table for everybody. Yeah, that would be lovely. Here it is. Um, so yes, fourteen is a torso is a torso wound. Uh, deals an additional five damage. The attack deals an additional five damage. Oh God. Um, Did, hang on a second. Please, uh, please tell me I just severed his spinal column. Uh, ongoing ongoing penalty. Target takes one bleeding damage every round until treated for each crippling point. You and didn't then, kill him. That's all I can say for him at the moment. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he may wish he's dead. As as you run up behind and just with sort of a leaping Superman punch to the back of to the back of his chest, the side the green energy of the side blade erupts from his torso, and you're pretty certain that you put your side blade through one of his lungs. Nice. All right. So and then I'm just gonna telepathically it. broadcast to my entire group, take them down. And that definitely hits, and you get your full attack overage. So you, you can add you... your instinct to that damage. Okay, in, so that the, is... In... <coughs> Sorry, go ahead, John. In the message to Fang, did you specify who them are? I did not. Okay. I mean, you can try and attack the, the Taldorim, if you like. So that well, is a pleasant, like... smiling 16. Uh, these guys have... Garbage armor. Hang on a second. Do they even have any armor? Like, I think 
their armor might just be for show. No, it does do it does resist does resist by two. Uh so fourteen damage. Yep. Alright, let me mark that off. Alright. Uh we're gonna this isn't gonna be super initiative, so whoever wants to go next is welcome I'll, to. I'll go next. I'm gonna charge into uh the guy that just got shot and pounce from behind. Go for it. Uh, plus five to that to hit, uh, which is going to be a 20, uh, 22. Uh, yes, and you get your full overage. All right, so that makes it, um, 26 points of damage. You finish him off as the, the, as Stefan, deciding to go with the Protoss, uh, fires his pistol, it catches one of the junkers in the shoulder and causes him to spin as he, turns to face the Zerg that is now barreling down as it pounces and lands on his chest and proceeds to just eat his torso. Just rip him apart. Uh, I, am, I am now visible. <laughs> Oswald. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be shooting... Who's the dead guy? Uh, that one is dead. <laughs> okay. okay. I am so in I'm going to be shooting at this guy. I guess I'll... So there's less of a chance that I'll be next. That's the guy that just got... They just got run through by Coronix, yeah. Yeah, I'll put him out of his misery with the pistol. 29, I'm assuming. Yeah, you get your full overage. Awesome. So, it's... So... 17 damage. Uh, So, yeah. 12 plus 5. Um, penetration 2, rending 3. Penetration 2. With the yeah, damage that Cornix has done to him, he's dead. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then I'll just move up against this wall. <coughs> we do lots of burst damage. <coughs> I'm going to start marking the corpses with an X so that Fang can eat them, and then I'll delete them when he does. Uh, I'm full on essence right now, so... Yeah, but just for future reference, because because the corpses on the battlefield is actually relevant to you, yes, it is. I will leave them there with an X. It is indeed relevant to my interests. Uh, Ava, did you want to do anything? Um, yeah, I'm coming into the room. Uh, can I shoot that guy, or are there people in the way? Uh, the only person in the way is Fang, and I'm pretty certain you can shoot over him. Okay, yeah. Um... Why not? I've got a pistol. You hit. Um, let me see how much overage you get. Okay. Uh, one point of overage. Right. Well, so that even if you minus whatever armor they have. So that's even eighteen. If... Yeah, you deal. You deal some nice damage to him, though. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you did hit Fang, it wouldn't be that bad because he'll just regenerate it. <laughs> Uh, Alright, they're gonna get one turn to try and do something. Um, Coronix, what is your defense? Uh, Current defense on Coronix is 15. Alright, so uh, these two guys to your right are going to turn and open fire at you as a new target has appeared who is much more immediately in their face. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be... 
Here's Protoss. So it's going to be... No, 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 no. What did you say your defense was? 15. Wow. With... He rolled a 5. Oh, God. Oh, no, he actually just hit you. Okay. Uh, you take 12 points of damage. There is no overage, no effect. You get to subtract your entire your full physical resistance from it. Okay. Which is your armor plus, I believe, a portion of your fortitude. Right, half your fortitude, I think. So I took 12 minus 9, so that's 3. Yes. <laughs> Someone's actually injured, barely. I'm injured. I mean, you know, Ava's Ava's also pretty injured. Uh, other guys gonna take the same shot though, which actually hits very hard. Well, actually, okay. it's a pistol; it can't do a whole lot of damage. But right. it, he does get his full overage, uh, which is going to be three. So you take fifteen damage. Still minus my full resistance. Still minus your full resistance. Okay, so that's another six. All right. Oh. Is this other guy going to try to shoot the Zerg? Now, I... Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. I think Resist- that was resistance cool. is what factors in the armor. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice. All right. So, yeah, Corinix eats two bullets. <clears throat> and... <laughs> Uh, the last one is going to try and hit the Zerg, because it's in what? his face. My defense is 14. I'm, I'm, I'm very easy to You hit. also take 15 damage. So, blam! Like, I take 10 damage, because I have 5 armor. Um, okay. And then, like Fang, like I puts puts gun to Fang, fires. Fang doesn't move. <laughs> the Taldarim steps up to this uh, individual with both side blades drawn. He just sort of casually strides. He doesn't run. He just sort of slowly strides up to where this uh, individual is standing, and with both side blades raised, just plunges them at him. Don't think he can miss. Nope, he can't miss. <laughs> um, and with the damage that's already been done to him, uh, the Taldarim basically presses the side blades in an X through this man's sternum, uh, putting one end through his spine, the other through his chest, and he just lifts the 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 junker off of the ground. Oh, poor little Terran. And throws him off to the side, and he hits the wall of he hits this door and collapses in a in a heap. Okay. The Terran in the Marauder suit just looks over to the two that are off to the side. Uh, let me give you guys a hand with that. And he just raises one hand and and fires a grenade out of the side, which is going to be an attack roll. To hit both of them. Alright, the grenade goes off. And they both take... 
24 points of damage. Damn. <laughs> All right. Um, I do top of the top of the, top of the pseudo round. Uh, and who, whoever wants to go, I believe Coronix went first last so, time. Coronix yep, Coronix is, the... is going to look at Fang and say, are the other two still standing up? Yeah. Right. He's just going to indicate these two are targets. Uh, so the, the bullet wound in Fang closes. Can... And then Coronix is going to shift and make a full attack against whichever one of the closer of the two. Are you shooting at someone, Jeremy? Uh, that that was going to be, but I'm waiting for his. Oh, for damn, Cornish there's a crit. Be, yeah. <laughs> Full damage. I wonder if there is a crit mechanic. That's a good question. Is there a crit mechanic? Well, I got one last round, or last session, and I think doubled my damage. I don't know that there's a... I just one-shot the guy. I don't know that there is a as-written crit mechanic. Um, so it's just whatever you feel is appropriate, I guess. Um, I'm going to say, for now, because I don't know that there is one, I'm just going to say add 10 to your damage. Okay. So my overage is 3. So that'd be 39. So another 32. Yep. Penetration you, too. You finish him off. Okay. <laughs> um, and so just one... shake him off. Okay. The side blade. So I'll casually move down here, calmly walk over the body, and try and kill that dude. You hit, you get your full overage. So that is 16. 16 points of damage. I believe that might kill him. Hang on. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Uh, As Stefan just looks at the carnage, realizes there's still one person standing, just with one arm behind the back in sort of the, the professional pose. Just kind of strides over the corpses in the room and levels the pistol at the, the final junker's head and just double taps and takes and takes him down. Coronix immediately deactivates his side blade and turns to face the Taldarim. He's got very cautious posture, not threatening, but definitely wary. Uh, roll me. I'm Fang... a skill that relates for memory. Fang just sort of backs up while growling softly. Mental it's training. Lore. Or lore? Yeah, roll me some lore. Roll me lore. Okay, what's my intelligence? Stefan lowers his gun and turns and looks at him curiously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can we just assume if uh, can we just assume that I regen to full? Uh, Twenty-three. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like every six seconds, ping, ping, ping. Um. So you recall. Uh, at the end of the Amon crisis, um, some of the Taldarim were given the offer by Alarak to join the Dalom, and a handful did accept. And you think you recognize this one? Okay. Their numbers were so small that you might actually remember some of their faces. <coughs> There's not right. very not very many left the Taldarim to join the Dalam. Right. Does a name come to mind at all or no? 
not really. You never really interacted okay. with, the, with, the, with the, the handful of tall right. right. So, yeah. So, in that case, I'll sort of incline my head slightly. Nazbaruanador. You seek our service? Yeah. Ah, you must be the newcomers to the Unity Project. I am Zaxithrus of Task Force Whiskey. Fanny just continues to growl softly. As as the the Terran steps up. Yeah, and uh, name's Malcolm. Uh, You guys, thank you for the assist. We could have handled it, but uh, you might want to get to the other end of the facility before you lose all your fun. Ah, duly noted. Uh, Sivan's really quick going to go around and collect all the pistols from, from the dead people. Because yeah, someone needs ammo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had pistols except for the one guy. I was gonna say the uh, guy with the the the, in, the increased armor kit. <laughs> Taking a look yeah. at him to see if he's got anything useful. Um, he had a. Um, one second. I need to pull up this particular weapon. There it was. Uh, he had a repeating. <laughs> he had a repeating pistol. So kind of like a scorpion sort of thing. Yeah, he had another bit of metal that I could chew on if I was so inclined. It's it's the it's the Terran equivalent of an Uzi, right? Um, and his armor appears to be uh, sort of a, just a higher tier of the standard um, junk armor that these guys are wearing. It provides him not much more protection, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So Coronix will pick that pistol out and just sort of set it aside and then head towards this door here. Has 30 seconds gone by. Uh, yeah. I'm fully (laughs) going. That's all it would have taken. So there were a total of three pistols? Uh, four pistols, because one of the bodies is deleted on accident. Four pistols, one automatic, one repeating pistol. So divvy up that ammo between who needs it. Uh, each of them was carrying four magazines. So. Oh, damn. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, pistol take four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you open this door, you realize that uh, it leads to basically a, a storage corridor that appears to connect to the other end of this room. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a pile. Basically, this is, this is where they're keeping several more of their more important piles of junk. <laughs> Okay. Well, in that case, we'll head back out and various junk of various levels of importance. Yeah. At this point, since we're not trying to be we're not trying to be be sneaky or subtle anymore in here, I'm gonna drop all the clothes that I'd taken off the 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 guy shot in the head last week, with the exception of like the jacket because I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Um. So because... and the hat, depending on how the style it was. Um, uh, it, it was and... if you like resistance hellgast. Gas mask? Oh, never mind. Um, Fang just sort of backs out of the room, keeping an eye on the Taldarim to join Karnix. Yeah, and the, I... the Taldarim exudes powerful essence, but you're pretty certain he's too big for you to eat right now. Yeah. And we're right going to stealth our way up to this corner. I'm going to nod my way and be like, you guys have fun. Oh, don't worry. We'll clean up. up. We'll clean up back here. Uh, did Ava take the machine pistol? That'd probably be better. Or Ava is... will take anything that's handed to her. 
but she won't go out of her way to grab anything. Where did you want it? <clears throat> no, by all means. I am fairly well armored at I am fairly fairly well armed at this point. It goes on to her belt and I'll figure out what that means mechanically later. Alright. Um so we're going this way. Shunk. Shunk. Cordix. Yes. Around the corner you hear the sounds of gunfire and also the burst of flame and someone laughing. Okay. That sounds like fun. Let's go. And you said it's just a standard repeating pistol, right? Yeah. Okay. So damage 12, medium range, plus one accuracy, auto fire, 30 in the clip. And I had four clips. Yeah, four, four extra magazines, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it brings in a tidy chunk of change for a pistol. So. All right. Um, and you said we hear flames. Now, I can sort of see from where I'm at. I can see this guy right here, mm-hmm. just barely. Um, is he the guy? Does does Do the flames somewhat originate from him at all? Oh, you can. uh, From what little you can see, yes. You see bursts of fire and then someone moving very quickly. Okay. That does not sound like somebody I'm going to want to close the melee with. It also sounds like he's the one laughing. Right. All right. Um, Do you need someone to. We're going to charge around the corner again. I'm assuming this is a bad guy. These are more junkers, yes. Yep. And, yeah, he'll say... Yeah. And as soon as people start getting in visual range, he'll say, focused ranged attacks on this subject. Um, He's fighting them. Oh, he's fighting them. Okay, he's he's one of our guys then. Never mind. (laughs) All right, so, yeah, we'll just charge this guy then. All right. 22 to hit. <coughs> you get your full damage. Full overage. Yeah. All right. 32 damage. Percent penetration 2. He's not quite dead yet, but roll me a crippling wound. Okay. Crippling wounds. One of these days you're going to roll like a nat 20. Ooh. Not today, though. One of these days I'm going to put the crippling wounds table like into a okay. roll Four, thing. however, is at, left at, leg. After this, I intend to, um, like, make a, a handout for people to reference. Yeah. I can just make a screenshot and upload Slack for everybody. Um, uh, left leg, it, yeah, f- uh, four is left leg. Yep. Target is not prone. Yep. Minus he, one to speed athletics, blah, 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 blah. He immediately falls on his ass as you basically chop block him with the side blade. Okay. Just, nice. like, bring the blade down under the back of his knee and just ram it into the into the back of his leg. He immediately hits the ground. Um, and then he's just gonna project out in all directions. Stone, who is this? Uh, and you do you do hear a response? Uh, that'd be Vladimir. He's a bit of a nutcase, but he's good. <laughs> and critical wounds are in the slack now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, seeing Cornix go in, I'm obviously going to run in it and bite somebody's face off. 
Um, charging this other guy on the other side. Yoink. That guy. Uh, so that's 27 to hit. Uh, full damage? Full yep. leverage. All right. Uh, so that's 26 damage, penetration 4, rending 2. Uh, you also cause another critical or another uh, wound. I was going to call them wounds because the uh, adjective th- is hard to get proper. Critical torso. Uh, so the torso strike uh, deals an additional 5 damage. Ow. These guys so are not going to last long. So that's 31. <laughs> so that's 31 points of damage to it. 31. As I claw into his chest through his armor. Just razor razor sharp claws. Hit, dig, and rip. All right, because these guys aren't going to last very long, I'm going to give them their turn now. Oh, I mean, Stefan's right behind us. Uh, yeah, but the two people who are super fast are the ones who went in first. So I'm going to give them a like the time to respond, and then Stefan. Okay. Well, fine. I didn't want to shoot somebody who was laying prone in the head, anyways. God. Oh no! You'll get you'll get that chance. Like the guy is prone. He's not going to take the time to get up when the other when the other option is to fire. Oh well, perfect. <laughs> also, because getting up would cause both the Zerg and the Protoss to jump on him. <laughs> yeah, like not exactly the best plan. Standing up when there's two people standing around you. Attack of opportunity. Attack! 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 Attack of opportunity. Sideblade curb stomped. <laughs> Give just one of those tiny boot side blades. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about a toe dagger side blade. It's just like all right, kick him in the ribs. Automatic <laughs> weapons. These are dangerous. Oh, especially the Cornex who didn't take a moment to stop and get healed. <laughs> First two. Automatic. Wait, is it chain gun automatic or full automatic? What's the weapon? Chain gun. One second. Fully automatic. I mean, I would assume so. That That's sort of the point of a chain gun. <laughs> is this the guy in the middle that's standing up? Yeah. Is he turning at me? No, he's turning He's turning around. Okay. Like, at the, at the two of you. Baraka, baraka, baraka. All right, so... Focus burst. Oh uh, dear. Burst fire can attack a single square, a single one square burst area. This has been Timbal. This is a single attack, and the attack gains burst one and hailfire one special rules. Bonus dice and the attack speed do not apply to burst fire. It gains no bonus accuracy from multiple attacks despite firing ten bullets. Um, yeah, he's going. He's going to launch a burst at the two of you. Um, which because uh, fully automatic is burst two, I believe actually also reaches to Stefan. Uh, there's a number of diagonals equal to his burst value, which would make it which would make it reach out to here. There's a there's a well, no, it would go one two. No, if he if he targeted it here, it would go here and here. There's, there's kind of like three walls in the way of that, though. Yeah, but that also means bullet ricochet. Okay. so he's in, he's a little bit. I'm into down it. with it. Bring it. I will say, however, that, you ta- that if you do take any damage, you'll be taking half damage because of the sheer amount of cover in the way. Braca, yeah, braca, 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 braca. Ricochets are unpleasant, but they also do reduce velocity. Yeah. Walls are good like that. I hate when I'm playing with a pin and I'm just like sort of 
twiddling it in my thumbs, and I accidentally squeeze right into the pointy part. <laughs> Don't play with knives, John. Not, not knives, a pin. No, but I'm saying if you do that with pens, don't also play with knives. I mean, I do also play with knives. I play with everything. Like this, this whenever there's stuff in front of me, I fiddle with it. Yep. I've got one of those. Uh, don't uh, leave your knives around where you can fidget with them if you're a fidgeter. Uh, I do that all the time, regardless. Um, I do, however, uh, Antitonic uh, is sent for my birthday. Antitonic got me one of those fidget cubes. Oh, nice. Um, and it's in transit currently. I'm so assuming all of your defenses are less thing. than 22. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My defense is 14. So. I do not, however, have a damage threshold, so he cannot critically wound me. <laughs> 26 <laughs> times 2. I'm oh, sorry, no, I don't have a healing threshold. Because it is. Times 22. 2? Because Hailfire. Ah. Uh. <laughs> So, Fang and Cornix, you take 42 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I take uh, points from that. 42, you said? Yeah, this is, you get your full armor. Stefan, uh, you okay. take 26. Okay. Because you have no. the, you, you don't, you don't suffer from the hail fire because you're behind walls. Okay. So, I actually took so 25. That, so, that puts me at six hit points now. 42. That puts me, so, minus five. That's 37. As it turns out, heavy weapons are called heavy weapons for a reason. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm at 16. Uh, The other two are going to hope that uh, the chain gun is going to handle the other guys, and they're going to fire at the individual you can now see is wearing what appears to be a compression like hard suit, almost like a marine suit, but it's completely sealed, and it's much smaller. But it has a pair of large jetpack turbines on its back. Those of you who are familiar with Dominion Military can identify this as a Reaper suit. Uh, which is usually um, war criminals and psychopaths are typically assigned to Reaper Corps because they can hand because they don't care as much about them, and because they're also the kind of people who can handle the extreme G forces of using a high power jetpack. And if he, and if they explode, no big deal. <laughs> <coughs> However, oh, um, they both rolled twos on their attack. So I should point out that that beat my damage threshold easily. Ah, yeah, yes. it, it beat oh, all yes. of our damage easily. thresholds. It beat my all damage, damage threshold is nineteen, and I took twenty. Whatever you said, minus uh, one, sixteen. So that's I believe a torso wound for Stefan. Mm. Uh, no, sixteen is left is arm. It- uh, uh, that no. got changed because uh, he realized that, that that should actually be a different location. Oh, that he changed that after after the first episode. It's in the most okay. recent. Okay, yeah, uh, I believe six, that's torso wound. Yes, a sixteen is a torso wound, which adds another five to the damage. Oh, sweet! Oh, Cornix. Cornix took a headshot. That's an additional ten to the damage. I'm <laughs> completely down. Then that's that puts me at zero. Cornix uh, yeah. is unconscious. Great. Accidentally uh, took a bullet to the head. What happens when you... The death and dying tables. The characters brought to zero hit points or lower, they are defeated and rendered unconscious. An unconscious character is asleep and helpless. In addition, the character receives a disfigurement. See below. The character must must be stabilized and be brought back above zero hit points before the character can reach... So how far below zero are you? Um, that puts me two below zero. 
All right. So is there medicine rules aside from just the information so, in the medicine sec in the item descriptions? Uh, there's medicine and surgery, and surgery, I believe, is... Some, I know. Is, is I, I have both things. I believe but... most of the uses of medicine are in the medicine skill. Okay. All right. Uh, when a so some characters, some injuries inflict the dying condition. When a character is dying, they are not truly stabilized. When a character is dying, they require surgery to survive. So, uh, hang on a second. Um, what is your fortitude plus your strength, Corinix? Uh, fortitude and strength would be a total of five. Okay, so... And it's a penalty equal to one. This, pen- this penalty is going to be minus four. Uh, after rolling the figure related to body table, the table gains a penalty. The, ta- the table gains a penalty on the roll equal to one half the amount of one half the amount the character went below zero by, minus their fortitude and strength score. So actually, um, yeah, it's reduced by four because yeah, half yeah. is one yep, yep, plus yep, five. Yep, oh, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So roll a d twenty. I roll a d twenty. No, no, I does. do. Okay, and it's a head injury, so. At least you're not heavily injured already. It's true. You have you have only been stunned. You're you're not significantly disfigured. Okay. Uh, requires honestly, a, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> uh, requires a DC 15 medicine check as a full round action to stabilize. To, to, to stabilize. Um, Where were you finding this information? Uh, in, this is on page in, 162. Uh. Yeah, it's it's in the it's it's in the um, death and dying section uh, underneath ah, the injury. Well, system. that's information that would be never. That mind. said, he will not die unless someone executes him because that is not a fatal disfigurement. Yeah. So you can you can leave him there, but if you don't stabilize him, uh, then he will not wake for an hour. I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> he also, he also You're just going to take points. a nap with a bullet in your head. You I also just have, need a minute. You also have forfeit. Uh, like it bounced, it ricocheted off his helmet or whatever he's wearing for head armor. Um, but uh, you have four fatigue oh, points. Oh, I'm sorry. After rest. taking a bullet to the head, like yes. that's so much better. Yes. Now, I mean, the bullet's not in his head, which would be worse. Uh, Stefan, you are yes. now up. <laughs> you are free to retaliate now. Sorry, I wanted, to fire, I wanted to shoot the chain gun. I'm sorry. That's okay. Ooh, no, no, that's, that's fair. Uh, totally. Us that's taking awesome. our turns out of order is not. Uh, frowns, sca- uh, staggers his way over. He's fine. Don't tell him otherwise. Um, and Fang. this guy directly in front of me is the guy that's down, right? Maybe he's prone. Fang okay. is full of holes, but still standing. So yeah, he just stands over him, calmly points the, points the gun at him, and let's get Three shots at him. Yep. You get your full over. Blam, blam, blam. So that would be full overage, you said? Yep. So 16. Uh, with the amount of damage he's taken, you execute him. Wonderful. You, you, you step over, bleeding profusely from several different ricochet wounds uh, yes. as you just... Uh, you're just like, I have had enough of this. And you just sort of <laughs> lean over and put the gun to this junker's head and fire. Yep. Um, Oswald and Ava, would you two like to do anything? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come up here. 
Yes, I would like to leave. So this the snail guy is dead now, right? Yeah, he's he's now dead. Let me put the okay. let me put the corpse on him. He was prone, now he's dead. Uh can I press up against this door and open it? Uh this door? Yes. Oh no, that door. Oh, this one. Oh yeah, that one that one's not even locked. Yeah. Okay, so I'll open it and then well dark. So I can't see. there we go. Uh and shoot this guy. Bad. Yes, because I'm about to eat the guy that shot me, so. Yeah, well, this guy's still alive, too? Yeah, yeah that's the guy with the chain gun. He hasn't been touched okay. yet. Well, I can I can shoot with my pistol, so I'll shoot him once and shoot the guy with the big gun twice. Uh, you only get one attack. One second, I believe there might. I believe there is a thing for splitting your attacks. Uh, I believe you have to be... I, I, it takes a talent, or you have to be dual-wielding, I think. Uh, do well, you, that's you, why you, I was you, asking earlier about bullet management because so the, it's just the, one attack roll. It is one attack roll. Uh, you can choose to spend less shots if you want to conserve ammunition, but I believe I don't know that you can split your attacks. I think there was a commentary about that in the. You know, it's you. You only get one attack unless you're okay. dual wielding. It's just how many bullets are you firing when you make an attack. Each yeah. additional bullet you fire adds an additional. Each additional bullet that you can fire adds an additional plus four to your accuracy, because you're firing multiple times at one spot and it increases your likelihood to hit. Yeah, so you can take. It's basically the time that you take to line up and aim a shot on one target. It's not. It's not how many bullets you're firing because that's variable and it just makes your attack more accurate by putting more oh, bullets in the air. Your action, your attack action, only gives you the time to make an attack against one target. So the guy with the chain gun, he was doing damage based on his hailfire trait, right? Yes. The multiplication happens after the resistance is applied. According to the book. Oh. Then hailfire it, multiplies the damage done by the the attack after damage resistance is applied. Then so reduce how, then reduce it by 2 for every point you resisted. You okay. you take another point so of I'm damage still, less. I was going to say I'm still conscious then. <laughs> oh, in that case Actually, that, are you still conscious with the extra 10 damage from the headshot? Even with the extra 10 damage, yeah. In that case, I gain 10 health back. Oh, uh, you, case, need to, you need to roll a critical wound on me as well, by the way. I thought you couldn't take critical wounds, dude. No, I, I can take critical wounds. I don't have a healing threshold. Oh, okay, gotcha. I can heal as much as whoever. In that case, I get one back. So I get a plus... Uh, I get a plus four for every extra uh, bullet. Torso, that's another five, so... I gained hit t- five. I gained ten hit points. And lost five. All right. I gained yep. plus four to hit for every extra bullet. Yes, that you're spending. Okay, that's. But you can only spend up to a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I'm still awake. Uh, yeah. I'm just. Just barely. That guy then. Just barely. So, so 30, thirty to hit. Hits. So that's another seventeen plus penetration, three rending. Prob- you probably also get all your attack overages. Yeah, you get your full attack overage. That is, it's twelve plus five. All right. So yeah. If 17. I had been standing still, it would have been twelve plus ten, but I had to move to get up there. And that was this guy was the one that you would attack before, right? Fine? Yep. That was the that was the guy I ripped into. He's dead. Good. Good. So now, now it's just the chain gun guy. Ava, well, now, what are you doing? 
Well, Ava's just going to walk up to Coronex and after I make a quick check of something. Dude. Yeah, um gonna try and heal Coronex, uh which is this thing. Um what is the biology penalty? Yeah, which I know. But you do have advantage because you're emotional. Yes, I have advantage. I also have a minus. I also have a plus. I also have a data uplink. I know. (laughs) Aaron has all that figured out in the role. Uh, So that's a critical success. (laughs) You rolled a 20 and a 1. And a critical fail. The 1 doesn't matter. I rolled the critical. You have advantage. Yes. Yes. You have advantage, not disadvantage. You just said that, too. (laughs) Yes, I I do. I, I was doing my head wrong. Uh, critical success, 30. You heal that many hit points, Coronix. Wow, okay. I'm feeling a hell of a lot better. <laughs> right, and keep in mind you have a healing threshold, so you need to tell me when you reach that. Your healing threshold is how many times you can be healed. I know, I know. Um, yeah. I'm just not going to keep track of everyone's for them. So yeah. that's one heal on me. It's how, it's how many times you can be healed between long rests. All right, I have five more. Hopefully, Ava Sweet, and yeah, that's what he's gonna. Thank you, Ava Sweet. Mm-hmm. Ava will nod. Uh, as Ava just, okay, I don't know a whole lot about his biology, but I know he, but I know he functions like this. So theoretically, localized anesthetic should be able to help with bullet wounds. Just runs up behind you and jams a hypodermic needle into your shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> Ava. Ava's kind of like, I don't know anything about this in practice. Fortunately, theory is my specialty. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> theoretically, this should work. As it turns out, it did. Because um, she's an and they've been studying how to do medicine on, on aliens for a long time. <laughs> so, is it the Reaper's turn, or is it Cornix's turn? Actually, now? that's 31. I was checking my math, and I did forget one of my bonuses. Yeah, one more hit oh. point. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> Puts me uh, literally no, about where I was before <laughs> I took the burst of hailfire. All right, and now it is Slightly yeah. It, now it is Vladimir's turn. Uh, he bursts forward on the jets and lands right in front of the guy with the chain guns with with both of his pistols bared. Hello, my friend. Let us have fun. <laughs> Uh, as he unloads with both of his um, got with both of his repeated with both of his Gauss pistols at point range at point blank range. So minus ten to the accuracy attack to, of, of both attacks. Unless he's got feats or talents. Unless he's got his dual wielding feats, which he does, because he's a reaper. Uh, minus five. Okay. Okay, second attack. Minus five, but plus eight, because he's firing 15 bullets at a time. Golf pistols have a rate of fire of fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blam, 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 blam. Yeah, as 
as he just unloads a series of basically um, metal slivers that penetrate through his armor and just leave him no room to respond as he just opens rapid fire with these gauze pistols. Fang, several several spikes shoot over your shoulders and hit the wall behind you. <laughs> a few of them uh, probably nick me. Just... <laughs> Uh, this guy he takes two different crippling wounds. Okay. Oh, that's shit. a headshot. Adds ten to the damage. Adds a torso shot. Uh, adds with five. The extra to the damage. fifteen damage. He's dead. Oh, I wanted to. Fight, I wanted to bite his face off. He was going to survive that, but fifteen extra damage said no. So I'm moving in to start eating the chain gun unless anybody stops me. <laughs> Fang, wait. I heal too. (laughs) I step over the bodies. I step into the room. Hello, friend! I am Vladimir, yes! Where is our ship? Well, uh, you will want to see uh, Vasquez. Vasquez, I believe, is near where your ship is. But uh, first, you will probably want to go through the leader of these men. I'm so from where I'm at now, I can see people. Do they look like junkers? Uh, yes, they look like junkers. I'm pulling out my long rifle and taking a shot at the at, at the nearest one. Yeah, I'll take a shot at this guy. How many seconds have passed by that point? Six. Another two. Cornix is posting up on the door and waiting Ever to see if anybody patience. comes through. Nope, as I pull the trigger. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stefan, you'll so, take your shot. That was Stefan's shot. That was my shot. Oh, that was Stefan. Yeah. I have yeah. to change mine because I get an extra bullet with my rifle, so I got to add four. Yeah, I'm just doing a single shot, mostly this because is... I don't have the rest of it in there. Um... <laughs> this is, this, is, this is definitively a very much sort of, like, um, covert ops circumstance, so I wasn't going with the traditional initiative because you're going from fight to fight. Yeah, makes sense. So. Um... I need to hold on a second here. Uh... Go. Shoot that. Uh, with this an average speed, here. I don't think you get more than one shot, anyways, because I don't think your agility is high enough. What's that? I was, I was talking to uh, talking with uh, um, um, Jeremy's character. Oh, okay. Because uh, with average, you have to have an agility of four or higher to get a bonus to get a bonus bullet. Um, agility or instinct? Agility. Agility. Yeah, agility agility, agility gives you extra shots. Instinct gives you damage overage. Yeah. Um fast fast is two is two shots plus additional shot for every three agility. Oh, okay. Average is one shot plus an additional shot for every four agility. Oh yeah, then I only get one bullet too. Yep. <clears throat> but it's a hell of a bullet. Yep. So I think they both probably hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And full overage. I don't think this guy survives. So that's... If they're both that's, using uh, the same weapon? If it's maximum overage, then it's... Because 
scope, double instinct. So yep. uh, that would be 30. Yeah, um, this guy's dead. Like both of you just hit him for thirty damage, and his head just exploded. No, no, he's taking a shot at he's taking a shot at the other guy. Oh, this guy. Yeah, this guy in the back. Okay, he's a little bit tougher. Mine is twenty eight plus ten because overage is doubled, plus another five because I didn't. Uh, so that's forty three. Forty three. Yep. Forty three at the guy who's slightly tougher. You said thirty yeah. from Stefan. Yes. And forty three. Ow! So he just someone just pauses where he is, tilts his head, pulls off the pulls off the long rifle, takes aim. Yeah, and Oswald's just back up against the wall, taking a knee. Um, Oswald, you get a crippling wound. Roll me a d twenty. Does 30 not also give him a crippling wound? Not through his armor. Uh, 10 is... Left arm. Uh, yes, left arm. And the attacker drops anything that he is carrying in the left arm. Alright, so this figure is hunched over what appears to be a communicator and is yelling something into it. Um, you catch something along the lines of well, if you want this cargo, you're going to have to send reinforcements. I wasn't expecting to... As a, as a pair of bullets hit him in the shoulder, one of them catches him in the left shoulder, and he his left shoulder immediately like lurches forward as he spins around. Ah, crap! Not again! As he... Damn it. Someone deal with them! Well, now that I hear that, I'm running into the room. I was a little high. <laughs> I meant to get him right in the joint so it just separate the whole arm. <laughs> Ava's looking at the Zerg and half trying to figure out whether or not healing the Zerg's a good idea and then the Fang runs off uh, how many seconds have have, have lasted have you gone take, by uh, this is still the same round no so six um, oh and everybody in that room within six squares of him took a negative morale marker oh Where yeah I believe it's a penalty on any morale checks they have to take. Where? And my sniper yep. rifle had four rending. Well, sorry, you already you already got the crippling wound. You're rending. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, no, I have uh, I have a I have a, a, a request uh, for our GM. If yes. you could change the map uh, function from five foot increments to one unit increments, that would be lovely. Why? Because our speed is in squares, not in feet. Right, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Meh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Yes, I have enough. All right, so I barrel into the room and at the guy that got shot. Because I've got a movement of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, just bolt. And scything claws. I crit. <laughs> well, hot diggity daffodil, that guy's fucked up. Uh, so I crit him. Penetration 4, rending 2. Uh, I was charging. So you said for crits, you just want to add an extra 10? Yeah, for right now. So... 33? 36. Because I was... Uh, I, oh, because yeah, I, I got my overages. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 36 points of damage. Penetration 4, rending 2. 
All right. Uh, Do I critically wound him or is no. he dead? 36 penetration four and rending two. I lower his critical wound threshold by two. No, no, no I'm trying to do math for one second. No, you, I, you asked that you killed him. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <wham>. <laughs> you do critically wound him, yes. Roll me but, I, but I killed him, so. Um... That's a that's right leg. I just take that leg off. <laughs> yeah, as you uh as you run as you run in, uh shit, Jimmy was right. Uh and he, and you <laughs> run forward and take his left leg out from under him as he hits the ground. <laughs> just, he has that moment of every regret he's ever had. <laughs> he, 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 no, he has that moment of Oh wow, that idiot who came in saying I, that he was attacked by a Zerg and a Protoss was right. <laughs> and then wham! <laughs> and there's just a fire hose of blood. He's still alive. Oh, he is? Yeah. Well, okay. You think, well, it, when, you think in this room I was just going to have you fight a schmuck when he had a different character model? I can't see what he's doing. So I oh, can't see I thought you said I killed room, him. So. Yeah. Uh... See, Stefan and Oswald have taken their turns. Coronix, are you doing anything? Um, you just told me poke his head out and see what's there. Um, yeah, he's gonna one, two, three. Hey, now we have square measurements. Four. Sorry, one, two, three. You are eight squares away from that guy. Four. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be able to make that because his move is seven. So he's going to go to here and try and get cover against everybody except uh, this guy. You have a shift of one, don't you? Yes, I do, actually. Shift, and then you're seven away. Okay. Yeah, you can shift once for free. Okay. And then I'll just uh, charge. make a charge against that guy. <laughs> Give me something. 16. That's a shit roll. Did you add the 5 for charging? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, just rolled a 9. Okay. Yep. Um, that still hits him, though. You don't okay. get any overage, but you hit him. Alright. Uh, 29, 29 damage, penetration 2. He takes a critical wound, roll a d20. Hit him in the head. Uh, ten is left arm. He drops anything that was in that hand. I always hit their left arm. I guess yeah, yes. the right arm. Right. Eventually, you'll find that one guy that's left-handed, and then you'll hit his <laughs> right, right arm, and then be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, and Cornix is just going to broadcast to all everybody in the room, or all the enemies in the room. Stand down. All right, and so you will not be your... harmed. Can you use your combat influence as a minor action? I believe is a thing that you can do. You say, I think so. You say after the Zerg has already gone to town on one of them. You will not be harmed further. <laughs> <laughs> what is combat influence? So wait, is this guy still alive? Yeah. After taking a buttload yes. of damage. Okay, how does combat influence work? 
move actions and minor combat actions. influence. Combat uh, influence is a minor action which you can do, uh, and you can basically you make it you make an influence, influence check. Okay, and can you I can, do a can theoretically I yeah. sapien? <laughs> like, like, well, no, theoretically he can do like intimidate or do, yeah, like, okay. like, like an intimidation thing. All right, and you How said it was influence. But you do roughly you have a turn order right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, combat behaviors. You can do one minor action on a turn. Uh, so with your with your minor action, you can perform a uh, combat influence check. Thirteen, not the brightest. Against their resolve, uh, which they're taking a penalty to because of uh, yeah, because of morale. Right. Um. And you're going. What were you? So your options, because you're in combat and these people are hostile. Uh, you can go for uh, intimidate, uh, interrogate. Oh no, sorry, that's that's other things. You can go demoralize, terrorize, demand surrender, or taunt. Um, can I terrorize? <laughs> trying to think. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go demoralize. I thought you were, you were just demanding surrender, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, go for demand surrender. Go big or go home. All right, uh, you don't have the influence talents that let you affect additional targets, so which one would you like to surrender? Um, The guy that I just hit. The one directly in front of you? Yep. Okay, his resolve is not super great anyway, because he's already panicking. Yes. Uh, Zark. That said, even at panicked resolve, you thirteen does not beat him. Okay, so he does not surrender. That's okay. I do like that there is a that there is a mechanic for like persuading your opponents to to sit down in combat, though. Yes, it's okay. He would have gotten shot anyways, even if. <laughs> even if even if he did uh-huh. get convinced to surrender, Stefan was just going to kill him anyway. He would have been like, okay, as the bullet goes through his head. It's like, all right, I'm putting my gun down. <laughs> well. I'd already pulled the trigger. Blink, blink. Then technically he's still telling the truth because his hand is letting go of the gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, Kornix, um, you've acted. Ava, yep. did you want to do anything? Yes. Um, okay, so I have a major action and a minor action, correct? Yes, you have a major action, a minor action, and a move. Okay. Move in there. Heal and Stefan. Uh... <laughs> Where's the button? Oh, right. There you go. Hey, look, I have health points again. So the, the action economy is standard move minor, and each of the higher ones can be used in place of a lower one if you mm-hmm. need to. Okay, then for a minor action, I'm
Wait. Oh, I I just needed to move one more square, I guess, during my move. Then I can heal stuff on without being in the way. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, that's my turn. All right. Uh, then Vladimir is too busy looting the bodies to actually fight, so <laughs> he doesn't care about these people. Cool. Does anyone want this chain gun? He asks as he picks it up. No, I'm fine, thank you. We could use that on our ship. <laughs> Fashion something out of it. Tell him. I did. Okay. I'm <laughs> yelling that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could use that. <laughs> All right, I will leave that for you. The rest is mine. That's fair. Uh, so he le- he leaves the chain gun and the fifty rounds of ammunition to go with it. Does he also oh. leave the corpse flesh? <laughs> no, he does not eat the body. <laughs> he he is not Zerg. <laughs> um, but uh, the boss uh, that you have basically gone after, Fang. He's on the ground currently, so... Yeah. Um, Please tell me he stands up. Oh! Hang on. I almost forgot. For that crippling wound. No, he didn't. Okay. Sorry, he he has an ability called Relentless, which is whenever he takes a crippling wound, he can roll a d20, and if he rolls a 12 or higher, it's not a crippling wound. <laughs> Not when you roll a two. Nope. Does he stand up? No, but he is. However, going to put the muzzle of a shotgun in your mouth and fire. I eat the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you try. Uh, let's see. Uh, five accuracy. Like a dog gnawing on a bone, just <laughs> side of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Blam! Continue to gnaw. <laughs> Continue to gnaw. Probably very badly wounded. At that point, it's more gumming the shotgun. What's your defense? 14. Okay, that's... What's his his instinct? Okay, he gets full overages. So, with with penetration 2, and also spread, so he hits his friend on accident. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just chewing on it. It shoots out the side of my mouth. Just bam! It hits that guy. Uh, you take 21 points of damage with penetration too. All right. Uh, so I reduce it. I don't take a critical wound. Um, 21. You said yeah. No. Uh, so you reduce so. it by three, and you don't take a critical wound. Yep. All right. Uh. So that makes it 18. Yeah, <laughs> one under my critical wound scale. I am still up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and his friend also takes that damage. I believe he takes half damage because of spread, I believe. What's the spread trait uh, do? Spread trait. Item trait, spread. There it is. When fired at short range, weapon gains hail fire three. Never mind! <laughs> um. Sorry. Fang, I think you might be out. Oh yeah, no. In that case, uh, so eighteen, so eighteen times three. Actually, no, it's not even that. It's eighteen 
times two, then that number times two, then that number times two is the way Hellfire works. Is that actually how Hellfire works? Oh, God. I, I believe that's how... That, times two, then times two, then times two. I believe that's how Hellfire works. Let me double check. That's 144. No, no, that's, no. That there's is not, no that way is not that's how, how it works, works then. <laughs> that's yeah. how it worked in first edition. Jesus. Hellfire was also Probably. different in first edition. It didn't just multiply, I don't think. Yeah, 18 times 2 is 36 times 2 is Has 74 times 2 is from the, from the Hellfire rule after resistance. The value of Hellfire is a trait. Is the, value, the value of the Hellfire trait is the damage multiplier with 1 being times 2 and scaling up from there. Okay. So yeah, you, t- you take times 3. Uh, the so, 18 times 3. Okay. That's, so 18 <laughs> was, times 3. Did you think three. it was exponential? It was exponential in first edition. Um, wow. Yeah, that's it. Hailfire, Hailfire was hard to get in first edition. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, so in that case, 18 times 3 is uh, 50 uh, something. Uh, 54. Yeah, no, I'm st- I still go from. I, so hang on, let me, let me put plus 18. I mean, that's minus not 54. That much better than I'm at, I, I went to negative the amount of health I had. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so. I'm at negative 27. Negative 27. Damn! Uh, half of that is... Uh, I feel like there's a point where you go so far into the negative, you die. I feel like that's your negative max hit points for me. Okay. Um, because most of these have a, have a crippling wound threat that is lethal. Oh yeah, I also took a crippling wound for all d20. No, no, like, something else. Um, no, like, no, I mean... Oh yeah, we have to, still have to determine the location. Yeah, still have to determine that crippling wound. Uh, that is my left leg. Left leg, okay. Oh, sorry, um, my right leg. Uh, right leg. Right leg, that's the location of the injury. Uh, so half the damage that you went below zero. You went to negative what? 27. So half of that is... Negative 13. Is 13, and 13 minus your strength and your fortitude. Uh, that is 5. Okay, so... so D20 plus... D20 plus 5. 8. D twenty plus eight is thirteen minus five. Okay, oh, no, so thirteen, 13 minus, minus five. five. Uh, okay, thirteen yeah, minus eight. five is eight. So D twenty plus eight. Well, no, we heard five, and we thought you meant that was after. No, that no, was no. the grand total. Yeah. Uh, okay, so your disfigurement is only a ten. You're stunned. Hey, I'm stunned. You're stunned and and a negative in the middle of your being unconscious. Yep. Yeah, that's that. That's the big reason. Is like, unless you hit negative your total hit points, you're not just going to instantly die, because a lot of these uh, disfigurements could kill you. Stunned can't, but so, when you're when you're unconscious, if somebody executes you, you die. But what what basically just happened is Fang tackled this man, and he just shoved the shotgun in Fang's mouth and pulled, and Fang's face went apart. Well, no, he right. hit my leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he was like the shotgun was like on his. Which hit like, a nerve for the in shotgun, the back of your bam. spinal cord that would have impacted your leg. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just like blew the leg out from underneath me. Uh, his friend. Oh no, he just friend because that's how spread works. Never mind. Uh. Okay. Um. Cordix. All right. Uh, so we are going to now. If I make a full round attack, I can't move um, afterwards, right? I am learning why shotguns are dangerous. Do we get to go? 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. We started the fight. I was going to say, they started the fight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was taking that as your turn. But yeah, I'll say that was a surprise round for you two. So yeah, you two can go. Well, no, I mean, the, the bad guys just we, went. We so now the first top of the round again. It's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. He, he, he went to, to Coronix because he was dealing with me, and Coronix took his turn after me. Yeah. Like, that's it, right. I, I, went, I went to Coronix because Coronix was the one immediately there in the middle of the fight. But yeah, that is correct. You two did start this, so you two can go again. Can go again. So I move up. Um, actually, I'll move there. I can still... And this dude with the, the that just blew, yeah, he's getting shot a lot. The boss, yes. Victor, as you learned, his name was. Yes. Yep. Um. And you know what? Actually, I'm going to do. Yeah. So on my way up, I simply drop my drop the. The, the the long rifle, I'll go back for it. And I pull out my revolver and I'm firing two shots at him. Alright. Assuming that it will... There we go. <clears throat> so that's a 23. Alright. That hits full overage, I think. Hang on, so... let me check his defense. Okay. Bounty Hunter... Uh, you have an instinct of three? Uh, I have an instinct of four. Oh, a four? Then you get three total overage. Okay. So, 23 then. Uh, alright. Uh, how many? Oh god, he's taking so much damage. He's almost there, not quite. I mean, he's taking 30, 46, 36, and now another 30? Or another 20? Another 13 passes armor. 13, yeah. So before armor, he's taken, he has taken over 100 damage. Yeah. He's one tough cookie. But his total damage resistance, because remember, you add your 42 to damage resistance, is 10. Yeah. Oswald? Yep, let's see if I can't put him down. I'm going to stay right where I am. Speed. I mean, it's not oh, a. You can aim. A, remember. Yeah, that's what I. I was oh. aiming. Okay. Oh damn! That's not a good shot. That yeah, does not, not hit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Ava and Cornix, because Fag is currently out. Uh, can you move? If he makes a full round of attacks, can he move afterwards? Uh. I want to say I yes wouldn't... because you're not charging. Right. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. But... So we're going to try and take out this guy in front of him. Because I believe charge is a single attack, but if you're not moving, then you can... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're just moving. Right. Okay, so 26 to hit? Yes, you get your full overage. All right. So I think 19, this guy's dead. 20, yeah, 22. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. And then one, two... Three, four, five, six. Also, seven. don't you still regenerate, Frank? Uh, if I'm unconscious. Oh, nice, nice, Cornix. Run away. Um, <laughs> he's got a shotgun and I'm melee. There's no way I'm going to. Him. That is an acceptable. That is an acceptable move. Um, 
Regeneration. Uh... Also, I'm a Nerezim. We're kind of hit and run people. <laughs> it doesn't say you keep regenerating when you're unconscious, but you always regenerate, so I assume yes. After five yeah, rounds but... of regeneration, I heal a crippling wound. So. So I would assume, yes, I'm still regenerating. So yeah, I'll say you're still dead. regenerating as long as you're not dead, yeah. Or as long as something isn't inhibiting that, like fire. Yeah. As long as you're not dead or on fire. <laughs> Alright, so you, you regain another set of hit points then. Yay. From twenty from negative twenty seven to negative twenty five. That's <laughs> that's that's also another reason why I say that you don't just instantly die because you can regenerate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will eventually get back up. Yep. If he doesn't execute me. And if he does, an infested Terran is joining the group. (laughs) Which I will say, um, if you regenerate a crippling wound on your own, uh, I'll say it takes... um, I mean, I would just lose that disfigurement, wouldn't I? Yeah, I would say that your disfigurement goes away after you've regenerated because disfigurements are a little bit worse than crippling wounds after you've regenerated two crippling wounds. Okay. So Dahaka keeps his just because he likes it? And, or because something killed him and he couldn't regenerate from it. Gotcha. Or so, something like brutally ruined him. I always thought that that wasn't actually torn off. It was just a, a, a evolution that he no longer... Like How does... From, an evolutionary path he had closed off. You actually can find his arm on one of the levels on Zerus. Yep. Well, did you have a question, Aaron? I will find out my answer. Give me a second. Um. <laughs> like I, I feel like if a if a disfigurement is strong enough that it removes a limb or like mangles it completely, uh, then you can't regenerate that. No, uh, regeneration like, regeneration lets you heal back lost limbs as well. Yeah, unless there, unless there's something you can't. But like I will say, the disfigurement will not go away on its own. However, nope, until you so you actually uh, fully regenerate that limb. Uh, in addition, a Zerg can regrow a lost leg or arm that was destroyed five minutes after it was destroyed. Okay. Finally, um, can Zerg I... bodies can never grow. Yeah, but sorry. What were you saying, Aaron? I was going to take a shot, but I was waiting for people to stop talking about Zerg regeneration. That's why Go for I it. stopped. Um, nope. Oh, not with an eight, no. With a, with a natural one. <laughs> you shoot, Fang. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's his turn again. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you coming down and presenting another target. I did just shoot at him, so maybe that scared him. <laughs> uh, the other guy realizes that he should probably stop being dumbfounded by the Zerg and Protoss running around and actually shoot someone. <laughs> AKA, I just remembered that he was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of a startling sight to have a Protoss and, and Zerg run into the room and eat people. <laughs> Almost sounds yeah, like a joke. Don't see oh, that no, no. every day. If, no, no, if Fang gets executed, it's a Taldorian, that's right. Whoa. Well, that sounds good. Stefan. Yes. After your armor, you t- well, well, technically before your armor, because your armor does reduce it. Uh, you take um, 
15 points of damage. 15? Yeah. So I take 14. Okay. Your damage resistance is only one? I have stealth armor. That's all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you, you add a portion of your fortitude to that. Yeah, stealth yeah, armor doesn't have armor points. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and my fortitude is two. Right. It's, it's literally a ninja outfit. <laughs> yes. Yep. It does give you like plus unless 10 you want to stealth, rule though, so. that the that that the jacket duster thing that he picked up off the dead guy has an armor bonus, but no. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I it was it, reinforced. it was part of his junker outfit, which was a reinforced jacket. So, if yeah. you want, if you want to wear it over your armor, joking. I will. I will let you if you want. Nah. Okay. Choices were made. We yes, stick by those exactly. choices. You you have you have a padded jacket, and if you choose to wear it over your stealth suit, you will lose the stealth suit stealth bonus, but you will get the armor of the jacket. Yeah, he likes being stealthy more than living. I think so. <laughs> I mean, that know, said, that is that the, the stealth suit is a suit of armor that it's very easy to change into a different suit of armor yes. for because you can just put something over it. Right. So yeah, ow, fucker. Uh, meanwhile, um, <laughs> Victor. Oh, Anna, I think this is gonna hurt. Is he shoot? Well, he's not in point blank range, so he doesn't get the hellfire damage. He yeah. can walk. Except he's he's actually still prone. Oh, you know, he's still prone. Uh, oh, that's he... right. Now the question is: Is he going to execute Fang, or is he going to try to shoot the other people in the room? Uh, he's going to deal with you when he's when he's not currently under fire. So. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Getting yeah, up. We've injured um, him enough that firing for another round might actually hurt him. Standing up from being prone <laughs> is a move action, so he cannot walk. Closer. He's going to regret not executing me in 15 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> if this fight continues 15 rounds... He will have had the opportunity to just walk up to you and execute you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> takes another 15 rounds, we might have just, just stood still and said, okay, here, my turn. Okay. Um, what's the... What is short range? My eight, eight, squares. eight squares? One, two, three, four, Yeah, five, we're six. less than... Oh, wait, wait, squares. wait, wait. Wait, I'm reading the wrong thing. I think it's increased. No, short range is shorter short range is, than that. Um, short range is six squares. squares. Short range is six squares. Squares. Medium six. range is 15. Short range is six. Medium is 15. Long is 30. Distance is 60. And remote is 120. Right, short range is six squares. Which means one, two, three, four, five. You are just within range, Stefan. Yes, I am. Uh, but the medic is also a target. Does he know I'm the medic? I was like, he hasn't seen the medic do medicy things yet. Didn't you just walk up and patch up Stefan? Oh no, you did that while you I were behind the wall. I did over by the that door over here, wall, which yeah. he could have seen, but there was a zerg on him at there, that there point. Was, there was a zerg on him at that time. So no, it's yeah. fine. Light me up. Yeah, he doesn't. We're also he... not shooting at Ava. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just trying to be clear. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, he actually because of the zerg on top of him, he could not tell that you were the medic. So that is fair. Um. Also, Ava just walked in and shot at him. Not healed, Stefan. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was looking at my far shot and talent. 
six yards is technically still in short range, so it's uh-huh. shotguns can only be fired with Hailfire three. Um, no, that's point blank is when they get Hailfire. No description when fired at short range, this weapon gains Hailfire three. When fired uh, yep. at medium range, this weapon has Hailfire one. Uh, Bring it! I've had a good life. Okay, that seems not correct. Shotgun. Okay, we have a ruling. We can move on. No, I'm I'm saying from him from a whether or not that's. I understand that's with, what you're uh, saying in the but book. We have that doesn't seem correct. It's all good. Oh dear, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> like I said, I had a good life. Okay. What's your defense? <laughs> oh, uh, defense or... seventeen. Oh, you. Yeah, only add, uh, re- yeah, my defense is actually pretty good. It's only one point of overage, so you take seventeen. Hailfire three. Oh. <laughs> so sixteen times three. Oh yeah, no, I'm down. Yeah, that's what forty-eight. Forty-eight. Uh, yeah, Eight, I'm at yeah. negative eleven. And that's the second shot of his shotgun, so he has to reload now. So what's all the negative stuff that happens now? Right, so first we figure out where that hits you. <laughs> um, That's a head. Okay. Yep, that's a headshot. <laughs> yeah, just took a so you take you take another head. you take another ten points of damage. No, okay. no, hey, I'm ignoring that for right now because it knocked him down. It didn't get a chance to do a crippling wound. Uh, disfigurement. So you took your negative eleven. Uh huh. Okay, so that's five. Uh, what's your fortitude and strength added together? Fortitude and strength together is four. Okay, so you're at a D20 plus one. Yeah. That's a good sound. Fractured skull. Okay. So, this is a lasting one. Even if you are stabilized, it has a lasting effect. Okay. Which can be fixed with um, actual, like, medical attention from, like, a uh, regeneration unit. But... Yeah, I've got a trauma kit. (laughs) uh, No, a trauma kit won't solve this. Like, they have to actually go to, like, a medical facility with, like, advanced advanced, uh, regeneration services to fix the... No, I'm looking at it. Uh, So... DC 20 medicine check with a trauma kit for an over a minute. Uh, if not stabilized within 24 hours, you will permanently lose one intelligence. Uh, and oh, well, that, at least I don't use my intelligence and the on, only, any of, on all of my skills well, that are important. You've got, you've got 24 hours to be stabilized before that happens. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I, I'm fine. I can and do that. If you, and even if you do get stabilized, the ongoing injury is your head receives one extra crippling wound every time you take a crippling attack. Sweet. Until you get that fixed with regenerative services. Yeah. I, I, 
I think Leo Vaughn needs to look at that uh, weapon description. I oh, no, think right that again. we're just a whole bunch of very squishy characters who rushed into a room. <laughs> yeah. Also very you, I think you we walked are, into yeah. six squares with a shot with a guy with a shotgun. No, it's fine. I went splurt. Okay. Um, Ava. I'm grabbing my trauma kit and checking what the because I have a I have a different tier of trauma kit thing. I'm just checking what that does. Um, Why are you checking that, Oswald? Finish yeah, this man with actually hitting him, please. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to shoot him. Uh, what is what is taking aim? Uh, taking aim, I believe, gives you minor action, move action, aiming. Because I'm not moving. Combat behavior, aiming. Uh, you can get a plus two bonus to accuracy against the target the weapon is being aimed at. Unless you've got, like, scope or something on there, in which case it amps it up some, I think, right? Yeah, I have a scope on this. Hang on a second. Uh, item upgrades, scope, bonus accuracy, and range while aiming. Uh, scope item quality. Uh, this is... When aiming, you gain a plus three accuracy bonus instead of plus two. Okay. Also, while aiming with the scope, the attacker's maximum attack over just double their instinct as long as they're only firing a single shot. Yep, and I am. Let me change that real quick. You hit him. You hit him exactly, though. His, you don't get any overage. Uh, I still add. Um, mm-hmm. No, uh, scope only do, uh, does double the overage. I think. No, he get he has uh, other things. Yeah, he's uh, still got scope. He, yeah, he's got terror on the range because his class is sniper. Oh right. So it's still plus five, so thirty points of damage. He dead. <laughs> Nut shot. Just, <laughs> I heal another two. All right. Ava, did you figure out what you were doing with that trauma kit? Yeah. Um, so. Cornix, you've got someone in the room. Yeah, he's going to charge at him because that's because charge gives you extra movement. So yeah. but you only get one attack. You only get one attack. Oswald yells, got him. Damn it! Keep rolling. That still hits him. All right. Any overage or no? No overage. That's that's his defense exactly. 29 penetration 2. Slice through him. He hasn't been hit before, though, so he's still up. Was that a critical wound? Uh, Actually, that might be. Thug. Regular old thug. Yes, that that is a critical hit. Roll d20. 11. I think that's a left arm again. Um, yep, yeah, left arm. <laughs> this, this guy, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. This guy's a lefty. He drops his pistol. Yes! Hey, finally. Suck it. All right. Uh, yeah, um, right. Um, so that's... 
I'll just dump in the chat the tier stuff because not all of it is. Wait, no, that's the wrong thing. Ignore that for right now. <laughs> that is the wrong role. Uh, don't worry about it for right now. Okay, yeah. So it takes me half as long, which probably doesn't matter a ton. And then. I mean, it does. It goes from a minute to half a minute. Okay. Nope. But yeah, I have a thing. All right. Um, there was a penalty for failing that. Uh, yes, there was. I'm just making sure that that failure by five or more increases the DC by okay. five each time. I, the thing is, I don't think I can actually roll that low given my bonus. So I'm trying to figure out where the modifier is wrong. Yeah, there's a there's a modifier that you should be adding there that's not coming around. Uh, skill and your intelligence, and I believe also the rating of the of the trauma kit. Yeah, it says um, there's five. plus four for the trauma kit, plus one for my hey, visor thing, um, and then my medicine skill, I believe. Yeah, the medicine plus, skill. It's plus not your, adding. So yeah. there's ten. So my medicine skill is ten. So it's not possible for me to have rolled a nine. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not feeding in the uh, medicine skill. The medicine skill okay. on whatever script you have running there. So. So that was a 19 then? Yeah, which is still which not is still enough. Miss, but, but what's your intelligence? DC. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't raise the DC on it. That's with intelligence. So included, 10, is, 10 is my medicine as a thing with intelligence. Oh, okay. That includes your intelligence. Okay. My so, medicine's 5, my intelligence is 5, my medicine check is 10. Nice. Okay. Plus the 1, plus the 4. So it should be okay. a plus 15. Oh, so... 30 seconds, right. In the next 30 seconds. Uh, yeah. It's his turn, and he has to take his turn picking up his gun, which gives you an attack opportunity, Coronix. All right. Boop. That hits him with your, what's your maximum overage? Uh, three. You get your full overage. All right. So 22 damage, penetration. He did. <laughs> Shunk. Okay. And, yeah. Corinix um, is going to make uh, rounds of the room because uh, and he has no medicine training. Uh, <laughs> Ava, you hear in your head, Dr. Zyger's in the next room if you need help. Okay. We are clear. Everyone is dead. Ava knows be. better than to move someone who has a brain injury. <laughs> who has a massive head wound. Yeah. No. Head trauma is um, the one where you pick them up in the fireman's carry and drag them out, right? Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He should definitely <laughs> nap after a concussion like that. <laughs> um, Ava will look to Stefan and then realize Fang's still unconscious as well. Do I mean, it. I won't be in. I won't be Do in it. ten more rounds. Yeah, I'm gonna just make the roll again in a minute. I, I'm emojing. Can I notice that Fang's regenerating? Uh, I was gonna say with yep. with a 23 lore check. Does Corinix know that Zerg tend to just okay. heal themselves back up? And then you get um, that minus four back in health because I'm awesome. Nice medic. Having a medic is the best thing Ooh. ever. 
So, so I say I'm awesome. It's it's not I'm a medic. It's <laughs> I'm rich and I splurged on the fancy medicine ro- kit. <laughs> uh, the fancy uh, trauma kit gives you yeah. So heal them when you do it too. That took mm-hmm. thirty seconds. So in the time that that happened, <clears throat> uh, I healed another. That's five rounds. Five more turn. Yeah. So that's another ten points for you. Also, my critical wound is gone, so my disfigurement is gone. Ava will walk over to Fang because, well, he is much better. He's still unconscious and just do a first aid check. So all the bullet wounds in him have closed up. Yeah, he's still he's still breathing slowly and not conscious, but yeah. The thing is, I can I can first aid you much faster than you can self regenerate. It's true. It's true. And you don't have healing threshold, so it's not too much of a concern. Um, oh. Now, Stone was only talking to you, you Ava, can see right? the medikit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've got a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, but now he uh, he also speaks to you, Coronix. Your prize is in the next couple of rooms. If you want to move on, so that's advantage. Take the higher one. I don't know what that means for me, though. Uh, you regenerate means... 27 hit points. Yeah. Alright, I'm awake. Um, so yeah, Cornix is going to make a perception check right here and see if either of these two doors sound sound or feel like there's any active brains behind either of them. Ava uh, will look... Oh. So we'll one look... second. Sorry, sorry, Ava. Let me answer one question first. Uh, there are mm-hmm. two active minds behind the door on your left. Uh, on the door above you, there is nothing. You're okay. saying, Aaron? Ava will look Fane directly in the eyes and say, stay, rest, heal. Fang stands up, looks at Ava, pads past her. <laughs> Had Stefan is currently struggling to his feet. Sniffs around at this one over uh, here. Yeah, your, your vision Oswald. is still swimming right now. That's Steph- fine. See if they have anything I, valuable. I'm going to at this point if we fight yeah. anyways. Yeah. As, uh, he, as he unsteadily puts his revolver away, goes to retrieve the, the rifle that he dropped so he can sling over his back, and pulls out his plasma torch. <laughs> Cornix is just... checking out this door. Yeah, I'm searching this these one? people, and I'm going to turn to Stefan and say, how about you just grab that chain gun and hang back? Don't use it, just make sure it makes it to the ship. Did anybody pick up that shotgun? Not yet. He's you, you uh, hear the sound making of, the rounds. You hear yeah, the sound I'm of making... crunching metal. <laughs> and one of you already has a shotgun. Yeah, I do. Yes, but does he have a better shotgun? Is the question. <laughs> well, well, he has another normal shotgun, two barrels. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'll go to the other. I'll go around and see what everybody has. Fang is eating that shotgun for a second time. This time, it doesn't bite back. No. Um, Cornix will pop open this door then, and be prepared to dive back out of the way in case there's gunfire. Or he uh, can just stealth it. You you open you open that door, mm-hmm. and there are bodies. 
just like junker bodies, but bodies. He'll step through then, feeling pretty good about it. Uh, you enter the room, and standing in the middle of the room uh, is the very large uh, form of a suit of blue Space Marine power armor. Uh, there's you can you can hear that the music that's blaring over the over the loudspeakers is uh, is uh, originating from inside that person's helmet. Okay. <laughs> uh, and behind them is a much smaller but still power armored um, in white figure uh, sort of just kind of standing behind them for cover basically uh, as as you enter the room and see that the uh, the marine is just kind of shouldering the Gauss rifle that they've just finished using Greetings I'm Koronix of Task Force Echo. Sergeant Vasquez, this is Dr. Zeiger. You hear like the, the like heavily filtered noise through the right. through the through the speakers of this of this helmet. <laughs> Modulated voice, yeah. Well, trying to speak through like microphone speakers with music playing it for playing on them already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A pleasure. Doctor, if you are not otherwise occupied, some of my colleagues could possibly use your assistance in the next room. Roughly at that sentence, the Zerg comes stepping around Cornix. <laughs> and as Dr. Zeiger steps around, uh, the, the steps around um, uh, Vasquez, uh, Dr. Zeiger looks basically like the poster child for the Terran medic corps. She's got the, the long blonde hair that kind of flows down in front of her, the very stoic, very serious looking face and the like piercing blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Borderline Valkyrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I will uh, see what I can do. And she, like, maneuvers her way past her in medic armor, even if she would be a normally, like, relatively small human. She's bigger than you right now. Right. <laughs> so she maneuvers her way past you. So what all did I find out? Have... Is anyone wounded? I'll point to Stefan. Ah. And He's so, sort of... Leaning against, using the wall to sort of continue along. And Ava's, like, there to support Stefan if he falls over. Which he's doing his best to sort of keep her away from doing so. Not rudely. Yeah. Just, yes. Ah, good soldier. Please hold still for a moment. I move up to I'm I'm sniffing at the space marine. She she places she places one armored hand on your shoulder and the other one extends the wrist that has the injector on it. And she plants one of the injectors into uh your chest near one of the major veins and you feel an instant rush of various different chemicals but oh yeah. Uh but your the, the your head immediately stops spinning. Um, you immediately start to feel a little bit better. Okay. Uh, and you regain. At which point I think, oh shit, I should have used my own painkiller. <laughs> 34 hit points. Nice. 
Um, how many seconds have gone by at this point? How many rounds, I should say, have gone by? Uh, five. Keep an eye on your healing threshold. Sergeant, has anyone gotten eyes on the Nocturna? The, 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 the powered armor individual just kind of points up. We're headed... Oh, hey, found some stairs. <laughs> Broadcast back to the rest of the group. Prepare to ascend. And then just lay a hand on top of Fang in a sort of wait until everybody else catches up. And, uh... If you find anything on there about Task Force, about the original Task Force Echo, please let us know. Of course, Sergeant. I regenerate in his general direction. (laughs) (laughs) I heal at him. I heal at the mysterious Marine that just killed more people that I don't have to fight now. Listen, I don't care. I was just sniffing at him and moving past. Waiting for other people. Yeah, so Ava will just take her jacket, shake it out a bit, continue walking. And uh, mm-hmm. if any of you need more medicine, uh, Zyger says as you move by, I am always uh, ready. It's appreciated. Fang has no concept of needing healing. Fang just continues. Ava will walk over towards where Fang is. Really? Couldn't just... Wait until you've self-healed. <laughs> what all did I find on guys? Cannot respond. Um, uh, all of your regular thugs have, you know, your pistol, your garbage armor. Um, yeah. Pistol and garbage armor? Any credits? Uh, each of them carries about ten credits or so, roughly on average. <laughs> some carry more, some carry less, but you average out to about ten credits per... Uh, once Ava catches up, uh, Cornex is going to reach into his uh, equipment belt and pull out two Protoss medipacks and hand them to her. Okay, Ava will take them. These are designed by my people for our physiology. They may be more effective should I run into automatic firearms again. And for the purposes of you, a non-Protoss using Protoss tech, it'll reduce your xenobiology problem from minus 10 to minus 5. Okay. Cool. I'll keep the two of those and that with the 19 of the other ones I have, so... (laughs) They are are designed to be used on Protoss, but they're also designed to be used by Protoss. By Protoss. (laughs) They don't don't completely negate it. Do they do anything for Zerg, I wonder? Yes, they injure you. Hmm? (laughs) <laughs> they, make Zerg, they make Zerg explode like the vampires from the first blade. They feel like they're bullshitting me. <laughs> you know, I can do something for the Zerg. I just think that the Zerg could just pause for a minute and catch his breath. I'm sure that you could. The Zerg, however, is a wolf. Is a very large, hostile, aggressive wolf. 
wolf on a mission. And effectively immortal wolf as well. <laughs> yep. It does not think along the same lines that you think. Uh, so if everybody okay. is gathered at the stairs, Fang's going to go ahead and start going up the stairs. Yep, Kornix will follow. Hmm. All right, um, upstairs. I'm just going to move you back to the world map, or to the, okay. to the planetary map, I should say. Um, I'm looking over to Stefan when Fang runs up the stairs. Once again, we don't have access. I feel like there's diplomatic... You don't need access to your characters for this. I mean, healing myself... <laughs> Heal in your character profile. You have a health pool there, yeah. too. Yeah. It doesn't automatically add for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were saying something about diplomatic. Anyway. Um, Aaron was saying something. Yeah. It's hard to negotiate with a creature that intentionally ignores you. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Not intentionally ignoring. He doesn't understand what you're saying. <laughs> There's probably a little you, bit of intentional. Which ignorance. is functionally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying dog. I work with pups. <laughs> I am very aware of how much they can understand. And you're a... Okay. Protoss or no, sir. What a... the, the the big difference there is though that I'm a I'm a brand new primal zerg. I have I don't have enough experience with human language to understand what specific phrases and terms and body language means. Right. <laughs> yes, you are about as intelligent as a two week old puppy. I get it. <laughs> You're still intention. It's fine. All right, so we head upstairs. All right, you head upstairs, and sitting in the middle of a hangar, yes, there is indeed the the, the shape of what appears to be a very lithe, very um, elegant, single stealth cruiser. Ooh. Cardinal pushes to the front. Walk <laughs> up and try and figure out is if there's an airlock or a docking tunnel or anything of that sort, uh, for how the, do we get the, inside for, this thing? For the sake of visual for my players, let me... I'm sniffing around to see if there's anybody yeah, the hostile in the I've area. Seen one. Oh, there's the griffin. Griffin class. When you make more than one of them, it goes from a single ship to a class of ship. Yep. So... I'm looking around to see if there are the any first battle cruiser. Forces. The first battle cruiser was just called battle cruiser. Right. Um, no, there's nothing hostile up here. This area is mostly abandoned because the fight started downstairs. Okay. Is there any like food supplies or anything? I mean, there's some like rations. They don't look tasty to you, but I'm going to go dig into them. They don't. They don't look like anything to me. I haven't tasted them. I'm going to taste them. See what they, see what they taste like. <laughs> They're bland, stale, no essence. So Spit I'm going to give the the ship a once over. Make sure nothing's missing. Everything where it should be. Uh, the no. ship has no weapons. Where there should be weapons, there are none. Are they in but the other, other the than that? Castle. Everything's good. 
Not that you can see. You would, you would think that ship that weapons as advanced as should be on this ship would stand out amongst all this junk and debris. So whatever whatever happened to the weapons on this ship, it looks like they've been moved somewhere. They were probably the first things taken off. <coughs> Everything else appears to be a very polite thing to say. Well, they're bastards. How do you know that? Have you met they their parents? They did this to this beautiful thing right here. All right, pilot, see if you can get us onto the ship. Agent, yeah. if you would go back downstairs, investigate that computer system and communicator. See if there's any information on that as to where the weapons may have been sent. There's a long stare. And then a smile, of course. Thank you. I think you. And I walk away to go find the door. (laughs) I said, I think you meant to add a please in there, too. But he's just too proud. And then I walk away around the other way to go find a way into the ship. All right. The the docking ramp is on the front end of the ship because, as you can see, the jets come out the back. Yeah. Um, so after, after a moment, roll me a computer's roll. Oh, this is something I'm not good at. We might need to have two pilots, huh? No, I'm good at piloting. It's just, or computers are bunk. I don't get it. It's it's not hard. Do I? Add your intelligence. Oh, so that's 13. All right, yeah, it's, it's not hard. Um, the, the the people who stole this ship basically cracked the the landing code. So, the you once you figure out what the simple code was, you you reopen the doors and the the front the front landing landing ramp drops down for you to enter. Okay. Do I smell anything inside the ship? Nothing I'll alive. go. I'll go start up. Um, uh, is there a link to the ship to open up the hangar door. Like, I don't want to open it right now and just space everybody else's outside. <laughs> but I'm going through the startup procedure. Alright. I'm uh, going to follow him. Corinix is going to go in and just start yeah. to do a, a compartment-by-compartment investigation, see if he can find any information or recover anything. Um, I'll in as well. In the center room of this ship is the comm room. And inside, you find the only still active piece of machinery. Okay. Uh, inside is I sniff a... whatever it is. Okay. Uh, inside... One second. Characters. Inside, you find the beaten... And scratched and well worn, but still mostly intact, humanoid shape of one of the Terran's uh, robots. Is it like a full on adjutant? Or... Yeah, it's an adjutant. It, okay. it is an adjutant, but you don't you have you don't have right. experience I don't with I don't have experience with that. But it's a va- it's the humanoid robot with all the cabling and shit, right? Yeah. So I'll walk up to it. And just it's kind of reach mounted, out a hand and... It's mounted into one of the walls of the comm room, so... Okay. Reach up uh, reach up, and just tap a finger on its forehead a couple times, see if it responds. After a moment, its eyes sort of light up a uh, sort of 
teal blue. Uh, this this adjutant seems to have been through a lot. Um, it looks up. Adjutant for Nocturna, active. New individuals. Unidentified. Play last recorded records. Access denied. What credential do you require for database access? Captain of Task Force Echo, Alexander Ravenhall. Access denied. I go find a quiet corner to curl up and fall asleep in. <laughs> Alex. You hear me yell from the pilot. Ava probably knows something about this stuff, but I don't. Can I make, like, a computer's roll or well, something? The question, is whether, the question is whether or not anyone else went with Coronix to find this. Yes, yeah, no, I, I said. Okay. Fang Ava. and I went there. Okay. Yeah. Ava it's was just that Fang's... Okay. Fang. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear you. Stefan's off the ship, apparently. Yeah, Stefan, you went to go check out the, the computer that was downstairs. Yes. I'll get to you in just a second. Um, Ava, adjutants are basically computer, like, AI personal assistants. They're very advanced mm-hmm. pieces of hardware, and, like, war planners, leaders, and advanced uh, individuals who run businesses often use them to help basically coordinate they're fully capable of various modifications that you could expect of an AI assistant. Um, but they're vaguely... Whoever created them had the bright idea that making them look vaguely human would make them less intimidating. Uh, your mileage may vary as to how well that went, because they basically look like the upper half of a human woman bolted into a wall with a bunch of cables jutting out of their back. Fun fact, the reason they're humanoid is because the original adjutants were cyborgs. That too. But, um, it's a little bit... This one in particular is fairly worn down and was probably the personal record of everyone aboard the original Task Force Echo. And probably still will only answer the credentials of the original... Until, until you give it a, basically a memory wipe or give it authorization for new owners, it'll probably only answer to the voice print or some password given by one of the members of Task Force Echo. Oh, I'm on Google. I see. It's a fan service thing. Um. Okay. Um. Uh. So it's probably personal records. Well, we should let the people know that we found it. Adjutants also serve as co-pilots for, like, ships if they're advanced enough to require one, so... Okay, cool. Might have some sort of record about what they were up to. <sighs> Looking around, anything else that stands out to me? Is there a med bay? Uh, there's a, there's a light med bay. It's not, like, super okay. well-equipped, but it is basically a clinic. Like, it's... Yeah. It's set up enough that you could put new chemicals and new stuff into it. It's got basic equipment to use. Right. 
Kornix will wander back out and go look for Vasquez to let them know. We've found a functional artificial intelligence aboard the ship. Unfortunately, um, it will only respond to the credentials of one Alexander Ravenhall. Um, and uh, while you're doing that, hang on. Um, Stefan? Oh, yeah. Yes? Uh, you head out to that room um, where the computer that, that the boss was talking at. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you find the familiar silhouette of a Dominion ghost. Ghosts are the special operatives, stealth, and assassination units that the Dominion employs. Every single one of them is at least is at least somewhat psionic, okay. and most of them are put through several different layers of rehabilitation and mental um, and mental implants that help hinder their autonomy. Okay. Um, lately, the Dominion has been putting a little bit of a looser leash on them. And you imagine that if this one is part of Task Force Whiskey, it's probably mostly independent. Okay. But it is currently leaning over the computer and accessing it. Ah, hello. Um, is there another ac- is there another access point for it? Uh, it's a, it's a computer. Like you can both you can look over his shoulder and see what he's doing. Like, but no, there's only there's only one individual access okay not like another okay cool like there's there's his portrait for reference right so yeah without uh, uh, i'll just silently walk over and look over his shoulders because i assume he's gonna know that i'm there yeah uh, you you look over you look over his shoulder and without even like looking over at you he just kind of well it looks like he was talking with someone of off planet about this ship <coughs> cough was mine not his ah <laughs> uh, it looks like he was talking to someone somebody off planet uh, hell if we can find out who though three different layers of encryption. Bounced around a few signals. No way, no way on this end to figure out who or where. Hmm. Anything in particular you're I looking mean, for? I mean, do you mind if I give it a give it a shot just in case? Go for it. Thank you. He steps away from the console for a second. Twenty-three. Um, you don't find much more, but you do find a little more. Okay. Um, it looks like this individual was identified primarily by their alias. Um, the only, basically the only time that this individual, because this guy's looking for the communications. He's looking for like the actual right. connection between the two of them. But he didn't look in into Victor's journals, which Victor did keep on this computer. Which uh, I have no compunctions about violating. Yeah. 
who identifies the various different dealings that he's had with this individual who he refers to as the broker. Okay. And the only way that he ever contacts this person is via these encrypted uh, communication links. Uh, apparently he's never actually seen them in person. They've only delivered parts to them by a drop off. Um, but they do pay well and they, and they run a tight ship on, uh, their timetables. Okay. He's had, he's had a couple of deals scuttled because he didn't have the parts there at the right time, but he has thus far kept up a pretty good course of business with this broker individual. And at, Included either in there or just by the the encryption signatures and such, would I be able to figure out how to get such a message off if I wanted to? Uh, based on the journals, it looks like you don't contact the broker. The broker contacts you. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um... That's annoying. All right. There's... I need to think a minute. Go back to... You can, however, find the controls to open the hangar door. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you've got the ship now, so you're free to take off. Mm-hmm. Very well. I'll let you out the gate when you're ready. Thank you. All right, you head back up to the ship? I'll head back up, yeah. All right, around this time, Coronix, you find your way back down to Vasquez. Okay. Well, we've made a bit of progress. There is a functional artificial intelligence of Terran design aboard the ship. We'll only respond to the credentials of one Captain Alexander Ravenhall. Ah, you found their adjutant. Well, at least that thing was still intact. Any records are held behind whatever security is on this adjutant, as you say. <sighs> well, I might have something for you. Um, Just kind of tilt his head a little bit and look at him. Vasquez reaches onto their belt and pulls out a small disc-shaped device. This is the last message I got from Alexander before they went missing. His voice print should be enough to rec- for the adjutant to recognize and Accept new authority. Very well. I'll sort of just hold out my hand, and if he, if they give it to me, just sort of close my fingers around it and put it. Yeah, in they said it, it in your hand. Is there any further assistance that you require for your team? No, just keep an eye out. Task Force Echo, we're friends. Very well. We want to get Shall- to the bottom of this. Keep you and command both updated should we discover further intelligence on their actions and fate. All right. 
thank you for your assistance in this matter. I look forward to returning the favor, should we have the chance. Keep your eyes open. There's a dangerous universe out there, and we're the only ones that can fix it. Undara Maknakai. Right back at you. And walk back up to the ship. Ava right. is watching Fang chew at things. Oh no, Fang, Fang disappeared into the lower bulkheads. This ship is pretty well put together. Even your teeth don't like really take a dent out of the walls. No, no, that was that was me. No, Fang, Fang found a small, hard to access place uh, to curl up in and go to sleep. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, uh, I assume you rolling for getting comfortable was serious. No, <laughs> those, those rolls were not serious. I just like found a found a like hard to squeeze into maintenance shaft that very that nobody can really get into except for him and fell asleep. Hmm. All right. So is Ava still in the comm room? Yeah, Ava's in the room. Uh, probably making sure things are set up in the med bay. So, so now okay. the Zerg now the Zerg is not only loose on the ship, but in an unknown area. <laughs> I'm sure the adjutant knows where you are. <laughs> yeah, the adjutant is connected to the ship's sensors. So, Zerg life form detected. So yeah, Corinix is trying to figure out as he's walking back up. I have a disc with the voice print of the previous captain. It was given to me by an existing established individual of these task force personnel. Should I just call myself the captain and have done with it? (laughs) That's what the lore role is for. (laughs) Um, From what you know of Terrans, it's a little bit more complicated than... Um, simple. I was the one who inherited. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is not. This is not a. This is not a hereditary position. Person. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's something for the Terrans to fight over. So I head back onto the ship. All right. <laughs> one of you be captain. Here, take this thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of you are back on board. Corinix is headed to the comms room and looking for a place to plug this disc in. Ava will head over just in case the Protoss doesn't know how to operate yeah. human tech. Wonder of wonders, he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Ava isn't going to say anything. So yeah, he's just he's holding an obvious data disc in an open hand and is just very slowly scanning the room looking for anything that looks Where like it matches. this plug there's an extended yeah. bolt, and he just tries to hang it on the wall. Can I? How it works? <laughs> yeah. Roll, roll me a computer's check, Coronix. All right. I'm assuming I'm far enough through the pre-flight check that we can just go whenever. Yeah. So I'll go to the comms room and meet up with everybody else to watch this. Fifteen. You figure out that the disc goes in the slot. <laughs> All right. Would you like some help with that? Yes, right, you... it should possess the voice print of the previous captain, allowing us to access whatever records are still maintained by this adjutant, I believe is the word. Oh, good. 
And probably we'll need to install ourselves in the system. Information did indicate that might be advisable. All right. So uh, you and uh, Stefan put the disc in and act and uh, play the re- play the last play the recording. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, a small projector displays an image of a fairly haggard-looking man, uh, probably late twenties. Uh, his facial hair has grown medium length and is graying in some parts, likely due to stress. Um, and his uh, hair is pulled back into what was once br- uh, a brown or a blonde hair, now is darkened into general brown uh, ponytail. As he speaks into the recording, <sighs> all right, Vasquez. This is going to be a dangerous mission we're going on, and we might not come back out of it. If we don't, you're going to need to give this to whoever finds the ship. So, let's get going, shall we? Voice print recognition, Alexander Ravenhall. Authorization R1F B4CX. New captain authorization. I'm stepping down from my role, and whoever is next is going to take the position. Get them access to all the files that I can reach, and good hunting. Uh, after a moment, the adjutant uh, processes for a second, and orders recognized. New captain to be designated. Please step forward. As her eyes kind of emit this sort of bl- glowing blue cone that indicates that someone should step into it to be scanned. Oswald walks in. <laughs> was Oswald even there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was done with the pre-flight check. So oh, I that's right. You did do th- <laughs> Anyone going to try mean, and stop Stephane him? I plans to walk in as well, so <laughs> initiative maybe? I don't Ava, know. Ava. Well, I can't be clearly. That would be conflict of interest. But... What happens if, like, Fang just crawls up out of a vent underneath the thing? <laughs> gets scanned. Fang gets, gets jettisoned out the airlock. Just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, it turns into those Fang's Rick and Morty lasers. Instead of scanning you, no, it just it... turns you into a little dice piece. Fang is still sleeping. I was just posing a hypothetical. <laughs> Alright, so... so <laughs> I guess it's an initiative check between the two of you. Oh, fucking. <laughs> guess you'll have to just settle for flying the thing, Cody. I mean, that's that's Stefan's reasoning. The pilot should not be the captain. Um, Otherwise, he's the, the guy that just got shot in the head. He's stabilized. So- so both, I both fixed you... that. There shouldn't be any long-term damage. I fixed it fast enough. <laughs> so both of you get moving at roughly the same time. But... <laughs> I trip. So, I trip. Okay, this is what happens. Zephon pulls out, uh, quietly pulls out his, his, his syringe and injects his leg, uh, uh, um, tries to inject uh, Oswald's leg with painkiller. <laughs> I was gonna just say I trip and eat shit because the junkers went through this place, but okay. I mean, 
Uh, Leg goes numb, falls over. I mean, you still tripping when, shit. Just the whether, whether whether it was because of the drugs or because of yeah. the junk that was laying on the floor, your leg goes numb for a second and you trip and fall over. Ah, son of a I bitch. mean, you don't need that leg. To, I I don't say this, but you don't need that leg to pilot the ship, so you're fine. How would you know? <laughs> um, I'm assuming. But uh, Stefan steps in steps yes. into the the scanner, and after like about five seconds. New captain, recognized. Please submit voice print. Stefan Knezovich. New captain, Stefan Knezovich, recognized. Wonderful. So. Access granted to files. Alright, you now have access to whatever information that the captain could reach within this adjutant. Okay. Um. So I look back. So all in all, what information are we looking now? Probably their last mission. What got them not here and got the ship here. Any sort of security logs or recordings of this artificial intelligence's possession. Valid thoughts. Um, Yeah, I'll check for those. And I know you just told me like 10 minutes ago, but it's already left my brain because cold medication. Um... What was the, 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 the broker's name? Was it just the broker? The broker. Okay. So yeah, I want any references, any possible reference. Any references to the broker? Um, yes. you try, I you doubt try... that there's much of a chance, but you never know. Uh, this ship has had one or two dealings on record with someone called the broker. Okay. Um, there weren't many. They were few and far between. Um, but when you try and access information on their last log, mm-hmm. the adjutant is unable. Clarify. Omega, Omega level clearance required. Captain status does not have Omega level clearance. File encrypted. So the captain couldn't reach his own, the records of his own mission? Or perhaps the captain had separate clearance. Hmm. Um. In that case, adjutant, provide background dossier of Captain Alexander Ravenhall, former commander of this vessel. Crewmate status not recognized. Oh shit! You got the adjutant. The adjutant does. The adjutant doesn't know what clearance anyone else has. The oh. captain has not given them a role in the ship or any clearances. Fair enough. 
You all hear the sound of I metal give them being what scratched. Appropriate clearance there is for this situation in the StarCraft universe that I am unaware <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically whatever. I don't try to make shit. I don't try to make shit up in, in speech. It's it's what it's whatever clearance you want to give them. You can give okay. someone first mate clearance, which is just below the captain, which is anything but the captain's private files. Right. Um, or you can give them any lower level of clearance, and you can create as many levels as you desire. Yeah, which is something we'll have to do later. You're the network now's admin the at moment. this point. Yeah, now's not the moment for that. Um, <laughs> action, uh, um, confirm that request. Very well. And it uh, projects this sort of 3D image of Alexander, uh, who is... Uh, projected in th- in this image as being relatively well kept, and um, the facial hair was very clean and trimmed, and everything looked very in order. This man was apparently very uh, very careful with his appearance, which is a little bit of a standout from that last recording. Um, uh, and it sort of runs this sprawl of text that describes that Alexander Ravenhall was the previous acting captain of the Nocturna and that he was a specialist in small arms and uh, subterfuge and communication and that he and his crew were enacting as... um, Based, uh, there was a list of different political um, peacekeeping and or mercenary missions that the crew had done. Um, it is basically you have his entire service record as, as captain of Task Force Echo, but okay. accepting the last five missions that are on the logs, which all require Omega level clearance. The last, last five, five missions? Yeah. Okay. Does it at least give locations? Nope. How would I... Would we know how high Omega level is? Omega level clearance is you built this thing. Like, Omega level clearance is a clearance that most people don't ever get access to. It's sort of the the secret level of clearance that is reserved for the person who built it and or in government facilities, the emperor. It's, it's top secret, top clearance. It's root access. Basically. (laughs) Root access permissions. You're an admin user, not a root user. (laughs) So, so then we are, um, I guess the easiest way to find out would say we can try to contact our superiors, see if they would have any idea, provide some guidance as to that, because that's a little strange. What's What about the last available records before the clearance increase or crew diaries from the time, from those last few Missions. Adjutant? 
any and all information regarding those last five missions, no matter what it, no matter what it was, has been locked down with Omega level clearance. However, the last mission prior, um, which was a, um, a basically a put down a rising unrest on one of the mining colonies. Um, the the, the the mission briefing is basically uh, a summary from Alexander, who says that he's get he's he's growing concerned with the increasing rate of unrest that has been cropping up on all the planets that we've visited lately. It feels like someone is going around stirring the pot, and he has no idea what's going on with this with these increasing problems. Hmm. Was that the last available record? Yeah, that was that was for the mission okay. before you started hitting Omega level clearance. Well, Captain, do we wish to change this vessel's designation? I believe that was mentioned at our initial briefing. Yes, the ship's current designation is the Nocturna. You are free yes. to rename it as you like. I'm willing to uh, accept suggestions. Most of mine will would be in my native language. I'm not familiar with Terran nomenclature conventions. Fang would suggest, but it would just be a garbled series of roars and growls, so... I mean, fair point. You sweet? Well, I guess we're keeping currently. Nocturna. How about... I'm waiting to see. The Steel Aurora. I don't know. What's the name? <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> I call it Barbara. Come now, Mr. Early. You've been a pilot all this time and you haven't thought of a name for a prospective ship in all that time? I've never been able to afford one. (laughs) Why do you think I tried to be the captain of the... (laughs) Well, there's always a Kundalar and there's this very hint underlying sarcastic dry humor tinge to <laughs> Corinix's mental voice at that. So you're you're pretty certain that whatever he just said was not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Which is intriguing enough actually. What does that mean? Tip of the spear. Oh yes, the irony in that one being that you're supposed to be the black ops who aren't noticed. <laughs> And I also, really like I like that. that. Yes, I like that. <laughs> Especially considering how well we were as a Black Ops team this mission. Um, <laughs> wait, that was I, I'm not convinced that Black inside Ops thought. necessarily um, needs to be negative. No, of course not. Well, did we leave any witnesses? That's pretty Black Ops if I've ever heard of it. That is true. We were tragically. 
we were unable to negotiate in this instance. Yes. But we did make a sincere attempt, or most of us did. No, they shot at me, so I shot back. The glare was at Stefan. (laughs) Which he pretends like he didn't see. Um... So yeah, that'll work for Stefan likes the Devakundalar. Yes, that'll work as a ship name. There's your spelling. So is, nice. that, with, is that with a hyphen in the middle or without? Without. Okay. Akundala. I was gonna say, according to the StarCraft wiki, that's a non-hyphenated word. I get the sense this is probably a rarity for this language. They have a, they have uh, a lot of it's not it's not super uncommon. It's just that there's a lot of words they have that are hyphenated. I get the sense that somehow this is going to bite us in the ass at some point. Well, <laughs> out of character, a kundalar is a voluntary position in Protoss strike teams where you basically say, "I'm going, I'm going in on going the first, first wave of the attack, and I'm probably not coming back from this." Yeah, the 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 position of a kundalar is incredibly is... valid, accurate, <laughs> incredibly appropriate. The position of a Kundalar yeah, is basically, I, I want to go first. Can I roll a knowledge of the alien lore check on yeah. the word? Yeah, okay. go for it. Yeah. Roll lore with advantage because you have knowledge of the alien. That too. Okay. Because I'm smart. Yeah. Whether or not the cultural basically, implications are, are lost on you guys is... And I can do that again. Oh wait, is this one of those systems where you can't roll if you don't have the skill? No, you can roll without the skill. Okay, because most you of your skill has your, intelligence. Has your yeah. In, yeah okay. I don't have the skill. I just have a thing that gives me advantage. Some, yeah, there are some systems where if you don't <laughs> have the skill, you can't even attempt the roll. I, there will sometimes there will be situations where that is true. Like I yeah. will I will say that if you don't have the skill, you you can't do it occasionally. Right, which makes sense. Like, like psionics. Like, I probably, with a plus <laughs> 10 to medicine, can attempt things that many of the people on this team couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't even give a try to, yeah. Like, totally I don't think sense. none of you could attempt to perform surgery on the Zerg except for Ava. Right. It and I only on did that because the like, Zerg was unconscious. I can't I can't do computer skills or lots of things that you guys can do because I'm still animal level intelligence. So. I'm just going to say it depends on your definition of surgery. Yeah. There's a difference between surgery and dissection. <laughs> because I do have a medicine of four. Uh, surgery um, indicates that the subject is alive and intends to still be alive afterwards. Yes, absolutely. Well, Vivisection can also be applied there. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, Oswald and Ava both recognize a Kundalar as basically the vanguard position uh, in any Protoss strike force. Oswald recognizes it as being voluntary because most people from a Kundalar don't come back. But those that do win great honor and glory. It's true. I mean, it's entirely appropriate. And we're in it for the honor. And the glory. (laughs) Well, I'm in it for the essence. Right. 
Well, I wanted a ship. (laughs) (laughs) You still get to drive. I do. All right. All right. Well, I guess I'll go finish the pre-flight checkup. Yes. And I'll walk walk away. (laughs) Uh, Shouldn't you give the pilot his clearance? That would probably be a good idea. Yeah, I kind of need that to fly the ship. I got to the part where it said, no longer allowed. (laughs) Well, if you had told me that. Yes, of course. I'll, I'll take a moment to establish some... Clearance levels, yeah. Give, give, give Oswald the at least, ability at to least, at least flight and navigation. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you can create as many horizontal levels of clearance and as many vertical right. levels of clearance as you des- as you desire. Essentially, at this point, yeah, everybody gets well. Does Fang get clearance? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fangkin isn't going to even be allowed Fang to open doors by himself. Whatever, <laughs> whatever access if, hatch he's crawled into. If Stefan gives Ava clearance for appropriate for clearance, Ava yeah. can actually put her set her screen up with the system, apparently. And know where, where on the ship Fang is. I'm so somewhere near officer clear standard medical officer clearance, pilot clearance, etc. Et yeah. I'm somewhere near the vital uh the vital systems. Captain, if it's appropriate, I would appreciate clearance to history and records of this vessel. I believe I can Yes, I would say them. like again, equivalent to like science officer. Okay. Yeah, no, he'd be, yeah. Access. Cornix would be quite happy with that level yeah. of clearance. Hmm. Right. Not that, you know, being being the humanoid alien on this ship, you are Spock, but <laughs> that being said... I'm Spock. Yes. <laughs> does that, wait, does that make me Worf? No, no that, that makes you, you Worf's pet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Worf did have a dog. It's true. But we don't have a wharf, so. All right. When you are capable of uh, of operating the science officer pan- or the security officer panels, you can be wharf. <laughs> That's a terrifying thought. A Zerg security officer. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it you makes will sense comply, to or I will, or I will accumulate your essence. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> nom, 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 nom. It means you do what I say or I eat you. <laughs> do what I say or I eat you. In front of your family. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> at which point Stefan says, don't look at me, he's the one telling you this. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a perfect science officer as far as he's concerned. <laughs> or a security officer. Yeah, because I have a digital uplink, which... Yeah, and like All I said, right. I'm I'm nestled near the life support systems because that's the warmest part of the ship. Yep. Uh-huh. All right, so you finish your pre-flight checkups. Now that you've got proper clearance, and uh, you are open to hail the hangar that you are in for clearance to pull out. I'll flash the high beams. And- 
<laughs> All right. Quick click. Happy hunting. You hear over the over the comms as the gates begin to open. And uh, Cornix, now that he's got a basic access, is going to uh, send transmission back to command uh, with a mission report. We have liberated the Nocturna from the scavengers who acquired it. It has been renamed Kundalar, Captain Stefan Knezovich has taken command. Our pilot, Oswald Ridley, is laying mistake. in navigation. Medical officer, Ava Sweet, is reviewing supplies and ensuring we have necessary equipment to maintain life support. Do you have further orders or instructions at this time? So response pointedly, the, pointedly leaves out what what Fang is doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, very quickly. Fang is actually, our fire and forget guy. <laughs> very quickly, you actually do get a response from uh, Matt Horner and uh, Face with Carax. Yes, hoping Carax would talk. Um, Horner responds first. Uh... Well done, Task Force. Looks like you got your hands on your first ship. I'll be forwarding your next mission dossier within the, within the next few solar days. For now, you got some R&R to get used to it and spin the wheels. I'm out. Looks like Karax has more for you. And he logs off. Uh, Karax, however. Uh, as the human Matt Horner has already sent compensation in credits to each of the Terrans aboard your ship... I felt it would be worthwhile to notify you, Coronix, that should you require new equipment, you have been you have been designated uh, for new requisitions. Should you require it, we have actually begun construction upon a space station around the planet of Marsara, where the history of humans, Protoss, and Zerg first became entwined. We're calling it Unity Station, and you'll be able to purchase new equipment there. And now, my thanks, Faze Smith. You shall hear from me shortly, then. And Taro Tassadar, brother. Adun Toridas. He also signs out. Okay. Uh, so, fundamentally... Uh, there are, tell me, there's one, two, three, four, five, uh, there are indeed five plus. 200, there's a thousand, a thousand credits wired to you for, for completing your first mission, 200 credits each, assuming you split it all five ways, including with Coronix and Fang. <laughs> Fang will um, just eat his no. credits. Yeah, I don't think no. we give. Him. Fang does not get credits. We will buy food. Yeah, then cheap food. Not two hundred credits well, worth of food. Sawdust. We'll... You get sawdust. <laughs> and that's how the ship became abandoned again. <laughs> hey, 
Fang oh, has no good. concept of us getting paid. No, no, yeah, no. no. I, think, I think the credits are going to get split three ways between the people that actually need them. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, um, it's not the getting paid. It's the feeding sawdust part. <laughs> like sawdust could taste good. You don't know. I need essence. They're not giving me essence. They are essence. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving me plants. We're weird-looking Zerg, according to our GM. That's still <laughs> essence if I'm hungry. Yeah, I was <laughs> saying, like, Primal Zerg will eat other Zerg if they need to. Like, you are, you're weird-looking Zerg. You're still on the food chain, though. <laughs> We're just a little higher than the rest. Which is why I think the next step for Stefan is going to be immediately starting to establish... Um, uh, uh, parameters for when the Zerg tries to kill everybody. <laughs> Batman protocols. Ava will also yes, um... Batman protocols. That's true. Not just for the Zerg, for everybody. That's right, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the pilot goes rogue, when the Protoss goes rogue, when yes. the Zerg goes rogue, right? <laughs> when the medic goes rogue, when don't the medic get goes rogue. shot. Well, if the medic goes rogue, then he's going to be screwed because <laughs> you see how much damage he took in that headshot. So <laughs> yep. see the plan for when Zerg goes rogue. Pee so, yourself. So what? Three thirty <laughs> each and then give, give Cornix the 10 credits for like candy or something. <laughs> I don't eat. I know. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this stuff? And then, Cor- and then Cornix. Mm-hmm. You have the you have uh, been awarded. Hang on, there's actually a list. For like glory awards. awards. Actually, it's called honor. Yeah, honor there's, actually, there's actually like a table for earning honor from missions. Oh, nice. I'm just trying to find it somewhere in the Protoss book. You, you have an amount of honor. It is either high or low. Requisitioning gear through honor. Ah. I'm going to say 50 honor for right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, wait, hang on. I found it. Oh, okay. hey. uh, 20 honor. 20 honor. Okay. Okay. For completing a moderate quest. Excellent. All so, yeah, right. He'll pass the information that he got from Commando on to everybody. Let him know about Unity Station around Marsara. And that we've got a few days to stretch our legs. Wonderful. Should we go to Unity Station? Then? See if we can stock up on anything. Maybe we... Probably don't have an outfit that's even a little. See if maybe they can mount the chain gun outside as a turret. <laughs> I've got ideas. <laughs> we can at uh, least attempt. Okay, I don't know how there. science works in this universe, but I feel like chain gun in space isn't going to work. Probably not. No, not the best option. Well, no, it would it would work just fine. Reloading is your issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
also oh, hit it, yeah, also actually it. hurting any ships with a chain gun. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You need I ship mean, battery weapons. I didn't say it was for ships. If we go into atmosphere, it's perfectly fine for anti-personnel. <laughs> you just want to firefly it and mount the gun to the top of the ship. Why the hell not? Strap somebody to it. Uh, all right. So, all right. Uh, uh, so what's what's your heading? Unity Station. All right, I'll punch it. All right, so you're headed to Marsara. Yep. You got uh, probably a few hours of hyper of hyperlane travel before you're going to get there, uh, and with your first moments of rest since being recruited into Task Force Echo and landing on Jupiter Station. Uh, we will call it there for a night. Alrighty, so thank you all very much for listening to Task Force Echo. Uh, we have been Final Show Films. We just a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so at either of those places, and we thank all of our patrons for their support, especially our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Andy Tonic. Um, you can also find our stuff on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash FinalShowFilms and at 411mania.com. Jeremy, please... Tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. 411mania.com. We're a pop culture news and opinion and column site for everything you're looking for. If you want to know, uh, um, if you're curious how uh, how good uh, Kong Skull Island is going to be or, or uh, want to hear about... Uh, uh, how Logan plays into the X-Men universe, or you want to know how much of a disaster tonight's impact uh, episode was uh, in wrestling. Um, We've got all of that and more. We cover movies, TV, a little bit of comics, music, MMA, wrestling, video games, and everything Final Show Films does. Check us out. Yep, so check them out. We appreciate them for putting our stuff there. We also appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.